This is a Fubar Radio podcast. Go to fubarradio.com for more details. Ian Boldsworth on Fubar Radio. Jacob, get out of the studio, mate! Hello, welcome to the show. It's October the 31st, which of course is Halloween. Uh, which means that Nat has loaded the computer with, with all everything you would expect. Yep. Maybe play it along at home, Ian's playlist bingo. <laughs> I'll give you Ghostbusters, I'll give you that as a start. on the show today we have Adam Ralston Adam Ralston's a playwright whose uh, first film is just it's coming out it's probably out now isn't it nearly out nearly out 4th nearly of November 4th of November street cat named Bob speaking to him from the studio <laughs> then we have John Michelson vampire no, hunter no no, no, says no big no, letters no. why is he cancelled didn't reply to Adam's email why is he cancelled really yeah do you know what I hope he's been bit <laughs> Then we're going to be speaking to Deborah Goodman, publicity. No, no, we're not. De- that's who's doing the publicity. Yeah, but it's not. It's not the guest. Well, then why is her name bigger than the client on the press release? Why is her name bigger than the client? It's Robert Muchmore. Right, pull her up on that. on Fubar Radio. Hi there, welcome to the show. It's the 31st of October, as I said, Halloween, um, but it's not. Not now. When we're recording it, so not really in a very spooky mood. I mm. suppose there's Parapods out today. Yeah, okay. Parapod special. Today or t- 31st? Halloween. Right, okay. So. Bit worried about it. Why? I don't think it's very good. Why? And I think Barry has over-tweeted about it. I think Barry's built it up into something bigger than it is. Mm-hmm. It's just a regular episode. It's just like a one-off episode yeah. that's bridging between series two and three. That's all it okay. is. Well, it's good for Barry to big it up, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, but you, you can big things two up. What does Barry do on Halloween? I imagine it's his favourite day of the year. Should ask him? Yeah, let's, let's, let's I'd like to know him. what does Barry Dodd do on Halloween? Right, we'll find out. I mean, if it was a live show, he probably wouldn't answer his phone because he'd be off ghost hunting um, or something. He said to me before he might not answer his phone anyway if I called him because he's got to do something. He's got to do something, something ghosty. He's moving hands. Moving hands? He's moving hands. <laughs> he's done it with his he's feet moving before, hands today. He? He's moving his hands today. Okay, well, that's good to do and that. That's like favourite. And I took, I, him off. Did, uh, I took him off favourites when we had that row. <laughs> I tweeted him the other night. I saw the story about the, uh, the ghost that is cleaning things. I just tell me again what I have to do here. Uh, just uh, welcome to the show, by the way. Have you dialed it? I can do. Dial it, yeah. And then once you hear it ringing. Five. Yeah. Just once you hear a ringtone, just press that button and push right. the fader up. So I want Keep him talking. to investigate the you. cleaning ghosts who cleaned up a pub. Moved what? around, put up a health and safety sign. I'm, I'm, want, not, I'm not doing the parapod on a, this as well. I'm a ghost cleaner. That would be it's good. bad enough doing the parapod on the parapod. Right, no, but Let I just thought, it's like, well, it's Halloween, isn't it? Oh, hi there, Barry Dodds. It's Ian Bowlesworth here. Hi. <laughs> Happy Halloween, Barry. We're recording the Halloween yeah, show. Yeah, Halloween. Yeah, love um, Halloween. 
That, well, Nat was, was just saying question. that. She was just um, asking. Um, so, do you want to ask? Yeah, Barry, I ask said, what does Barry Dodds do on Halloween? I imagine it's your favourite day of the year, better than Christmas and your birthday. What do you do on Halloween? Doing a gig. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> In a ha- haunted gig? In a haunted gig? No, <clears throat> no, just a normal gig somewhere. Oh. It's, um, yeah, but, um, yeah, he's a nice lad. So that's why I did it, and I'm moving house the next day as well. well oh, oh the, the boy whose gig it is is a nice lad. Is it for one boy? You're doing yeah, a gig? yeah. Just did, what? Just you did a gig to one person. That is house. <laughs> um, I don't know. Where's the gig? Um, I don't know, mate. That's a, who's sh- this uh, boy? Surely you need to know this. Yeah, you should be <laughs> in the Midlands somewhere. He's not called Jason, is he? <laughs> or Freddy? <laughs> See, <laughs> <laughs> so, so you did a gig so, somewhere in the Midlands tonight. Uh, yeah, um, where is it? I don't, is it I mean, I don't, I've got no really idea. Worrying. How would we know? Is it like in a remote cottage somewhere with no neighbours and in a forest? <laughs> <laughs> is it in my house, um. mate? <laughs> <laughs> is it on Elm Street? <clears throat> where mm. is it? <clears throat> oh, that's it. March. That's where it is. What? It's in March. <laughs> what? Yeah. Halloween's October, mate. No, no, there's a place called March near Peterborough, I right. think. Who are you doing it for? I don't understand. Who's this nice boy? Uh, I don't know. He just rang us up. He was just really nice. And I said, yeah. Barry, this could be anyone. <laughs> you can't just... A boy whose name you can't remember and you just go into March on the off chance there's a gig there on, Hall- on Halloween, mate. Mm. If there's wicker oh, yeah. burning effigies, maybe drive through, keep going through. This is like that time when you just went to Stockton to pick up the Marty D2 parts say, on yeah. trust. Yeah. <laughs> and it was you who gave him my number as well this boy oh, oh no it was wasn't it yeah oh, no no he's yeah. a nice boy he's a nice boy I've not yeah. done his gig because I thought it sounded like a nightmare mate <laughs> no, that sounds nice so I gave him your number instead because <laughs> 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 I know then there'll be an anecdote it's in a pub I think is that a, you okay. love a pub don't you yeah yeah, yeah I was in the pub mate Barry loves doing a gig in a pub in a, just in the corner of the pub don't you <laughs> How are they, actually? So it's best ones. I, I imagine it's quite hard to but do. They bring up yeah. so much mirth, don't they, that you've got to control, mate? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're, um... Yeah, yeah they're, there's some nice gigs in pubs. Is there? Mm. Just in the pub? Uh, no, usually they're, like, in a function room, yeah, so yeah, they're yeah, all right. Yeah. yeah. So is that normal for you for Halloween? Um, I used to go on ghost hunts um, with a radio station with this bloke called Alan Robson. Um, we used to do that when I was younger. Who's, I don't know anything about that. Oh, Who's Alan Robson? All right. <laughs> Tell Nat about it. Just a ginger bloke who... Um, ginger bloke, mate. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. the most relevant thing right, Barry right, can right, think right, to yeah. say about him. It's ginger bloke on the radio. <laughs> Oh, him, yeah. <laughs> you know Ginger Robbo now. Sure, everyone hears Ginger Robbo. <laughs> I was in trouble with Ofcom, isn't he, what? Ginger Robbo? Can you say what's, what station it was? Yeah, you can say what station it was for. Um, yeah, it was, uh, called, well, it was called Metro FM back in the day. Oh, yeah, yeah. The day. I think it's called Metro, just Metro now, I think. Well, they've, but, moved, um, they've moved with the times, haven't they? <laughs> Either that or they've just lost their FM licence. Yeah. <laughs> so, why have you fallen out with Ginger Robbo? Why don't you do it anymore, the ghost hunting? I well, I just I just moved, and it was they were all in the northeast. It was um, yeah, it was good. I got regressed once and got taken back to a past life. You got regressed. Um, it's on the parapod. Yeah. Okay. See oh, if you, yeah, see if you can see if you can guess what Barry was in a past life. Uh, I'll give you three guesses. Was he a ghost? 
I'll give you three proper a guesses. He's on about. He's always obsessed with cats, isn't he? Is it's he? a job. Oh, it was a. It was a job. It's a job that we're looking. Fuck me! You, I thought How it was am a I speaking to you and wanting to speak to Barry more? No, but I thought if you regressed, it was a person you'd be, not a job. You yeah, but what did they yeah. do in past? Oh, I know. What did the person he was regressed to oh. do? What was Barry in a past life? Cleaner. No. A no. Carpenter. No. Plumber. No. Doctor. No. no. You had three chances. Who, that's what, it. what was it? I'm not telling you. <laughs> you've been so doctor stupid. Pushing it. A doctor. Yeah. Fuck it out. It's what amazing, it? isn't it? Barry, what were you? Uh, I was uh, a trumpeter. <laughs> How would I have got that ever? I would have been here. It was a bugle boy. It wasn't even a trumpet, it was a bugle. It was a little trumpet, he told me. He saw it in his hands. Yeah, because yeah, I'm being ridiculous going carpenter. I should have got trumpeter. Oh, nobody's saying that Barry's not ridiculous as well. <laughs> um, I wanted to get you on. Are you, are you in a rush? Uh, it's all right, I've got a few minutes. All right, well, thanks. Um, I wanted to get you on because I wanted to tell Nat about our uh, our website issues that we had. Oh, yeah. We yeah, had a dreadful um, time of it. Why? <laughs> well, the website was just left because we sort of rested like, over the summer because mm-hmm. we weren't doing um, the parapod. Is so that because there are no ghosts the web- in the summer? No, because we were out of season, so oh, we weren't right, doing any, yeah. epi- any new episodes, okay. so we just weren't really looking at the website. And uh, Yeah, on. so we just left it. And like normally what will happen is like, somebody will, if somebody writes a message through the website, mm. they'll... Um, uh, it'll get forwarded onto our email account. Now, some people, for some reason, there were 14 emails that got sent that people had filled in, and they were on the website, they were, like, logged in the little dashboard thing we've got, yeah. but it didn't forward them. The that emails, email the emails address, jumped so we them. didn't see them. Is that, okay. Yeah. It's bad. Um, it's really bad. Tell me more. Yeah, we just, <laughs> So, um... <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean all, all the pointless ones came through. People like, oh, I've got a story about, you know, like people winding me up. Yeah, all, all the um, stuff we didn't need came yep. through. Oh, no, it's yep. going to be somebody important that, oh, no, who is it? So, two people important, two really important people. Well, it's three, really, wasn't it, with your radio as well? Um, offered a radio show, that's expired. Oh, no. Offered a TV show. <laughs> That's expired. That's expired. <laughs> and nominated for an award. That's expired. Oh, no! Well, hold on, you were nominated. That's fucking horrible. You were nominated. Yeah. But then you... The we were nominated happened? for the Ockham Award, which is the sceptic do a, a award every year. I really wanted to win it. Yeah. I desperately wanted to win it. And the reason I wanted to win it is because it's... Uh, what the award recognises is is uh, excellence in disproving the paranormal. In, in being a sceptic, yeah. which yeah. I thought would be hilarious for us to win. Because and then send Barry to have to accept it, <laughs> but he'd be able to accept an award for how for all the good work he'd done in disproving ghosts. I thought it would be fucking hilarious. Um, so we were nominated, and we just go, as we, like Barry read them me these emails as I was driving home from Bradford or somewhere, just increasingly desperate emails. Oh, just saying, yeah. we're not heard back from you yet. We really need your stuff. We really need- oh, what to be up for the awards? You've yeah. been nominated, but they needed some we're, stuff from you. To be included on the nominations, oh, they needed bios and they needed photos and they needed like a little taste of tape and all this sort Have of stuff. Have you replied to the people that offered you the radio show, the TV show? The radio and the show's awards? gone. The TV show is is. Have we salvaged? We sort of salvaged that, haven't we? The TV show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we have. We had a we had a chat with a bloke yeah. on Skype the other day. Hey, this so was hopefully ace. Hopefully, we can salvage that. I'll tell you what was brilliant, oh, Barry. Before we had the meeting on Skype with a television person, right? Mm. Oh, don't say <laughs> this. Obviously, DC. why? Why? It's funny. God. Can I not say it? You only can, but <laughs> never come out of these things well. <laughs> well, if you know that, why'd you say them? 
Oh. Fat man. So I don't think I panic and I say the wrong thing. What did you what say? Happens. This like, was on Skype to a TV place. about a TV he didn't, show. He, didn't, he said it on his own to me on Skype first. No, it's okay. on the phone, I think. He on said it just to me before, is, before yeah. the meeting. This is like to a commissioner of a TV station. Yeah, but station. he didn't say it to that person. Okay, well, that's all right then. What did he say? Um, he just said it to me. Um, Barry said, because he was getting a bit panicky about them. Were you panicking? You weren't panicking as such, but you were... Um, I was sort of worried about saying the wrong thing because obviously I'm not used to dealing with TV people and like important people and things like that oh thanks so, <laughs> so <laughs> you know what I mean yeah. so I, I said um, so I thought well I'll leave most of the talking to Ian mm-hmm. and um, but and I said to him look if I start saying stuff if my mind wanders and he I end up talking away word. about something Let's have a safe word. That's, I think that's okay. It's fucking ridiculous. No, I agree with Barry. <laughs> a fucking I safe word. We weren't fucking. It was I, just to say we were just having a meeting. No, but I agree with Barry. <laughs> but I as if I him. couldn't just go. All right, Barry. Then don't like. Don't say that's all right. Don't say any more about that. Like, I could just stop him from saying stuff. Yeah, a fucking safe word. I do have safe words as well. I call them code words rather than safe words. But there are safe words word, even Barry in says. meetings where I'll go if I don't want to be in this meeting anymore. I'm bored or whatever. Even here, I'll be like, if I say this word, it means I'm done. Right. Like mentally done with this. Is the word. What's the word? Jacob. It's <laughs> 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 so everyone's safe word, there, mate. Jacob. <laughs> I, I just, I and then he just comes running in. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, Barry, do you want to say what the uh, what the safe word is that you came with? Safe, a safe phrase he came up with. <laughs> oh, you could say. No, go on. <laughs> I said, <laughs> I said if, if it sounds like I'm saying too much, you just say to me, Barry, are you near your cat? <laughs> That's good. I can, I can hear your cat. Is your cat near the computer? I can hear your cat. That's that's just that's no more worse than any of mine that I've. What done. was the first thing I said on the Skype call? A b- b- battery near your cat. <laughs> said it immediately. Because <laughs> you've already said too much, mate. So what? Um, you, I'd, I'd sensed too much from you. So what would you normally do on a Halloween, other than ghost tours? Um, to go trick or treat him. Oh yeah, that's a big thing. No, that's illegal apparently. What? It's illegal. Yeah, trick or treating. Is it? What are you talking about? Yeah, I don't. I don't think it is. No, someone told us this years ago is when I knocked young, on the door. Is it that nice young boy? <laughs> <laughs> as you as you put him in the back of your car, <laughs> in the boot. I think it was what you were doing to the trick or treater yeah. that was illegal, Barry. I don't think it was the actual. Trick or treating? <laughs> Not that kind of trick or treat. Don't do that. It's wrong. Uh, I said treat. I said treat. <laughs> this is a treat. Oh God! Do you dress up? <laughs> we sort of did. It was like me, me, mate, Phil, and his brother Lewis, and like we, we'd like make a bit of a net. Well, actually, thinking of it, we missed for caller, but um, Lewis had uh, we had some fake blood from the paper shop. He just squirted that all over his face. All so paper shops have done. fake blood. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got a cushion from home mm-hmm. stuck on the back of my t-shirt so I was Quasimodo brilliant that's good and um, Phil just uh, did his jacket up really high stuck his head in he was headless awesome right <laughs> just, just walking around banging on doors I had a bell as well that I got from somewhere because of Quasimodo and um, yeah that I got from, from somewhere <laughs> doesn't even know where he got a bell from so I can't remember where I got the bell okay and who told you it was illegal this old woman. 
she was like, she was like, oh, this again. And she was like, she went, she's like, stop ringing your bell, right? And I'm telling you now that um, what you're doing is illegal. It's classed as begging. But begging's not, <laughs> begging's not illegal, <laughs> is, is it? It's not illegal to uh, beg. I think, I think to knock on someone's door and go, give us money, I'm going to, you know, put but Save, the, save the children, though, that, without, without the shit. That's not begging, trick-or-treating, anyway. It's quite established what it is. You're not going around going, give me a fiver. I don't think it's illegal, Barry. No. I also what maybe I, someone maybe someone could look that up and find out. Things. What I love about this is that something yeah, an old know. lady said to Barry twenty five years ago. He's now saying on the radio that's illegal. That a, a, an expert told me. <laughs> the woman at number forty three. Oh, who lived in a shoe? Illegal in the UK. This is, this is amazing. Yeah. This, this isn't how I saw the beginning of this show going. I I've never heard it to be illegal. Trick or treating legal. Oh, trick-or-treaters, yeah, oh, but there we go. is there an age limit for trick or Hey, Barry, you might be right here, oh. mate. Uh, oh, is it, oh, is it really? Oh, right. There's some people saying trick-or-treaters well, should well, it be made illegal. Well, hang on. The, the top thing there that you just ignored yeah, had the answer. I, I didn't like those. I wasn't... I don't trust No, them. no, Nat. We're on the radio now. You see, from the Express. I'm not trusting that. I'm trusting it more than the woman at number 50. I was going to the UK Criminal Law blog rather than just the Daily Express. click that. Let's okay. see. I think you might be right, mate. No, no, they don't. No, it's not. They stopped selling eggs. So they're not allowed to egg people, that's all. Right, OK. That's we were you egging the houses, Barry? Operation Gremlin. Um, no, we, we never did that. What we were your tricks? What tricks were you going to do? Not I, I, think it, I think it was stuff like dog shit through the letterbox. And right, that's illegal. Like that. That's, that's illegal. Nice. <laughs> well... Well, what? What we did, isn't it? <laughs> no, no, but that, that bit is illegal. Yes, I agree with that. I don't think right. knocking on someone's door and saying trick or treat is illegal. Oh, we used to put their milk bottle on the door handle as well. Again, I'd say that's illegal because that's yeah. vandalism. So when, so when they leave in the morning and pull the handle, the bottle falls off and smashes. Right. No, trick or treating is when you go to someone's house, you say trick or treat, and then they give you a sweet and then you go. That's all it is. But what, what happens if the, you don't get a sweet? I no, actually don't know. Okay, so it's not. So what, what, you're, what you just described is treat. I've never, I, isn't, I actually don't know. I've never thought about you that You described before. or treat. I've never done, yeah, just treat, treat right, or treat. Right, so trick, the trick part of it what is, is it? it's essentially blackmail, mm. is what trick or treat is. So in that respect, the lady is right. You're saying to someone, give me stuff, or I'm going to do bad things to you. Oh, you do a trick to them, so you throw an egg, we don't throw an egg at them, that's not on. I mean, again, how come in all these conversations with Barry Dodds, it's you that ends up being the idiot? Because I don't, I thought <laughs> trick I can't, or treat how old are you? About 40. And you don't know what trick or treat is. I never did it before, if I'm honest. I've never done so it. Tell me what trick or treat is. Well, it's when you go to someone's house in a costume and you ask, you say trick or treat, and they just give you sweets. But if they don't give you sweets, they always then what? give you sweets. No, they don't. I... Barry, can you deal with this for me, please, mate? No, you've got, you've got to have a trick. That's the thing. <clears throat> but yeah, but really, what kind of trick is it? Just. Well, pushing dog shit through the letterbox like Barry did, or smashing that. their milk bottles. You're not, you're not supposed to do that. Or probably, if we let him carry on talking, setting fire to the house, stealing their car, <laughs> taking their children. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> we did that one. Cold-blooded murder. <laughs> Hang on, so we did which one? You did which one once? <laughs> there was a bloke who was a proper dick near where we lived, and when we were about you know 16 or 17 and started going to the pub and things like that, uh, he was a proper miserable old bastard. And uh, one night on the way back from the pub, he had one, you know those um, little blue Robin Reliant things? Yeah. Um, we picked it up 
there was like six of us. We picked his car up and carried it to a different street. <laughs> so you stole a car. That's illegal. Don't do that. It's not illegal. We didn't no, him. no, hang on, hang on, hang on. It, hang on, mate. <laughs> it definitely is illegal. Mm. You definitely stole his car. Yeah, even if you move it, uh, if you move it at all, that's stealing a car. Just because you didn't drive it doesn't yeah. mean you didn't steal it. Did you tell him where the car was? <laughs> no, no, no. So you You're stole right, it. You, you, you stole, stole it. his you car. Stole it, yeah. No, moved it. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> no. <That's>, you can, <laughs> I could come to your house now and take your PlayStation back to my house. I can't then say to the police when they get there, oh no, I just moved it. Yeah. <laughs> I've not yeah, stolen it, I just moved it. What would you do if you came out of your house and your car had been moved to another town somewhere, but it's not been stolen, right. if it's been you, moved. That's a good question. If you came out of your house tonight, right? Yeah. Just as you're leaving for that gig in March, right? <laughs> right. And your car's not there. What what's I've happened? Got out of the gig the start. No, but your car's not there. So what's happened? Well, someone's nicked it. Right. No, you wouldn't think. Has someone moved my car? <laughs> <laughs> I suppose so. Yeah. You'd immediately think it had been stolen, and if it was then found two streets away, outside someone's house, would you then say, "Oh, someone just moved it," or would you say, "Them fuckers nicked my car"? Yeah, I know what you mean, but it's not like we put a window through or anything. In Doesn't it. matter. Just, no, 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 they're, no, light, no. they're light cars. <laughs> <laughs> but that doesn't. It, the ease of stealing doesn't doesn't dictate whether it's stealing or not. The the weight of the object does not dictate whether it's theft. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you you stole his car. Um. Nah. No, 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 you did. <laughs> you absolutely did. Was that car in your possession at any point? And the owner didn't know. No way. And the owner didn't know where it was. Oh, it was in bed. No, so. Now listen. Was the car in your possession and the owner did not know where it was? Yes. Then you stole it. Moved it. No, you, no, you stole it. It was in your possession at some point and never should have been. <laughs> well, you've handled stolen goods. It's just one of the things you do, isn't it? When no, you're I've never done that. No, no. I've never lifted a car to it, another street. Is the um, is the the breaker, Jacob? Have you ever lifted up a car and put it in another street? Even Jacob <laughs> hasn't done it, Barry. <laughs> Probably hasn't crossed our minds. And there's, fuck, and there's nothing else to do in Transylvania. But even, <laughs> even he's not done that. They don't have cars, they all have wings, don't they? Yeah, they fly. Just fly around. <laughs> they, sometimes, they sometimes hide each other's coffins. I wonder what Jacob's actually doing at this time next week when it is Halloween. Because he won't be in the office, be will he? fucking cleaning up, mate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> People going, that is an amazing... Look at the makeup, that's amazing. <laughs> uh, you stole a car, Barry. Anything else you want to see, speak to us about? Parapods out. Yeah. Parapods out. <laughs> I was saying uh, to Nat before yeah. you came on the phone that I think you're over-promoting it. Nah. I don't think it's that good. It's just a, it's just a little daft one, isn't it? Just to That's what I mean. Just have a bit of time. And yeah, no, no, it's fine. Put the word out. It's good, but I think I think you're over-promoting it at this stage. This is a week ago. All right, OK, all right. I'll ease off. But... No, it's too late now. I'll <laughs> <laughs> oh, stop now. He's also, hmm. by the way, Nat, I'll tell you, and I'm telling you this in complete secrecy and mm -hmm. complete... You've, I mean this. I won't say anything. Complete secrecy. I won't say anything. Cross my <coughs> for the next week. Yeah. Barry also put a picture of his testicles on Twitter yesterday. 
Oh, I've seen that photo. Is that the photo that's red? It's Barry's balls. Yeah. And you said it better not be something, and I can't remember what he said. And he... I, well, I obviously know what it is, because we talked about what? it in the parable. What the f- It's Barry's what? balls. I, I'm gonna, I want to go and have a look back at the photo All now. right, well, I'll put a song on while you do that. <laughs> Barry, I'm just going to look at your balls, if that's all right. All right, mate. Well, you have a nice night, Barry. Enjoy your gig in March. <laughs> I've seen that photo. And uh, Nat's going to be looking at your balls for the next 10 minutes, so just keep that uh, in mind. You can't You can't put anything on Twitter about it, Nat. No, I've told her, I've told her. You can't, um, you can't like, reply to it all. But, uh, okay. yeah, Barry, if your balls are burning, mate, in the next sort of hour or so, it's because Nat is, keeps looking at them. Barry, going into Barry. <laughs> um, see you later, Dodge, you twocker. <laughs> oh Just God! There they are. Is that them? Don't show them to me. I don't want to see them. <laughs> see you later, man. It's very nice. This is a slow fade out, isn't it? Mm. Started at twenty-two seconds. That the fade, fade out. Still going. Thunder. That was good. Ian Bowlesworth on Fubar Radio. Welcome back to the show. So we're joining first guest. Hello, sir. Hello. Uh, Adam Rolston. Rolston, Rolston. Rolston. Rolston, got it right first time. So, uh, you've, uh, this, it's all over the tube. I saw it today, the yeah. poster for your film. Uh, a street cat named Bob. Did you write it? And a producer. And you're a producer, but did you write the no. actual story? Right, okay, good. I've been prepped properly. <laughs> right. Um, but you've done, you are a writer, though. I was a playwright for about eight years. And then. But you're a child now. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> this is the issue I'm having with uh, the guests increasingly. It happened last week as well. They're too young. Young. Where it was not a too child. Uh, it was a, that was a film producer last week, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. What was he, like 31? No, theatre yeah, producer. Was 30, 31. 30, yeah, 31. And I'm like, I'm 24 now, so I'm getting to the age now where I should have achieved something. <laughs> Um, so you produced what, what did you write? You, didn't you write the Doris Day one? I did. Was that yes. you? Did you see that? Um, I didn't know, but I I can't tell it on there. There's a story about it. There's a story connected to it. Okay. So I know of it and I know know about it. Okay. Um, but it would uh, yeah, it would incriminate someone tell else. Tell me later. Yeah, I'll tell I'll tell you another day. <laughs> Let me tell you another day about it. So a street cat named Bob. Um, how how have you ended up a producer? Um, it was about three years ago and. Uh, I read the book in 2012 and it was first published. Okay. And I absolutely loved it. Yeah. You know, I've always loved cats. Right. And um, I didn't really have my producer cap on. I wasn't producing at the time. I was still writing. Yeah. And then a year later, um, I found out that the rights are still available. Okay. And I was really surprised and just a bit shocked. Yeah. Because by that time it had sold over a million copies in the UK and had been a huge hit internationally. Um, What's the origin of the book? It's a, it's a true story. Yeah. Um, and a, a writer called Gary Jenkins uh, helped James Bowen tell his story. Okay. And then it got published by Hodder in 2012. And I didn't think it was going to be this, this huge hit. Right. You know, I thought it might be a, a kind of local London um, seller, but it just took off. Um, and Germany, it sold two and a half million copies. It went to number one in Japan, Russia, Amsterdam. Uh, yeah. They're yeah. big on cats. Yeah. <laughs> Bra- they are. They're are they? genuinely, yeah, they are. There's a cat yeah. museum in Amsterdam. I got dragged around it. That's right. Yeah. And, and James actually did a signing in a, in a cat museum. Oh, um, really? Yeah, with Bob. Well, that would have been easy enough because there's no cats in it. Because we were told that there were loads of cats in the cat museum. And then we got there and there was one cat <laughs> asleep on a sofa. So what else was in the cat museum? I don't know. There might have been hiding or something. Maybe they were out. 
It can't, oh, like a museum implies it wouldn't be live cats wandering about. It's just Supposedly loads of live cats. That's cat true. Hotel, they call it. It's Cat Hotel. Oh, Cat Hotel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is, that Is this real? Is Jacob coming in? Yeah. What's he doing? Jacob's popping Jacob, in. Jacob, we're on the radio, mate. He's bringing a coffee for Adam. He's doing the radio. The tea for me. Every time you come in and are silent, it sounds like we've gone mad. So can you acknowledge your existence? Yeah, he doesn't. Wow. There we go. Okay, um, yeah, there's a big poster in my house from the cat museum that she bought. That's all she got from it. <laughs> One cat. That's. I find that really odd. Anyway. It's true. It's true. Anyway, um, so what? What? It's a true story. Yeah. What? Can you give us the gist of the story? Without it's spoiling. Uh, a true story about a guy called James Bowen. Okay. Um, who's from Australia, and he came to the UK when he was about nineteen. Right. Trying to make it as a musician, but he fell through the cracks, and ended up on the streets, and developed a, a heroin addiction. Okay. And he's on the streets for about eight years until he got into a, a methadone program. And got put into a housing program in, in North London, um, and he was busking in Covent Garden, you know, to, yeah, yeah. to pay the rent. Mm-hmm. And uh, just a very, and he was invisible to the world, really. No one cared about him. Lost touch of his family. And then one day he came across this injured ginger tomcat at his uh, accommodation, and he he'd always loved animals. So he took this cat in, took it to the RSPCA, spent his last twenty pounds to pay for the cat's medication and food. Right. And took the cat in for two weeks, and in that time called him Bob. Okay. Actually named after the uh, Psycho Bob from Twin Peaks. Okay. Oh, nice. right. and, I like uh, Twin Peaks. I love Twin Peaks, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not um, Bob, though. He was psycho. It's a cat, mate. No, the cat I like, not, not the actual Twin Peaks Bob. Okay, bye now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but after two weeks, James tried to let Bob go again, and uh, he, every day he came out from Common Garden, he found Bob waiting for him right. at his door. Aww. And then one fateful day, Bob actually followed James onto the bus in the Covent Garden. And James had no choice but to make him a little makeshift um, lead with his shoelace. And he took Bob into town with him. And Bob just sat there next to James, you know, almost like a, a dog would do. Yeah. And of course, you know, tourists and passers-by were just, you know, beguiled by this sight of this cat, just very zen-like, sitting in Covent Garden. And... Um, it just completely changed James' life. You know, he started getting more money from the streets, but also just felt like a, a normal person again. And it okay. helped him to reconnect with his family and eventually overcome methadone and get completely clean. And also on the plus side as well, um, any money that he declared to the tax, he could then, the cat, uh, the cat food <laughs> would be tax deductible. Because <laughs> <laughs> it is, strictly speaking, it yeah, is a work cat. that's true. Cats eat a lot as well, don't they? I don't know. I think so. <laughs> Well, Bob likes uh, Dairyly Dunkers. And, uh, wow. does, now, does, so does this cat, is it still alive? Yeah, Bob's still... So you've met this cat? Many times. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, so when I, when I found out the rights were available, um, I contacted the agents and I, and I was told that there was very stiff studio competitions so that right. some of the, the big Hollywood players were very interested in the book. But I arranged a meeting with James and Bob uh, and Gary. And uh, yeah, the first time I met Bob was in Euston Road. You know, okay. A really busy road, but... There came James with Bob on his shoulders. Bob, that's how Bob gets transported around London. Right. And, um, and that's how it kind of all began. Do you ever worry that, um, like obviously it's a tremendously successful story, and for you as well, that their story is, but also for you now to get it made into a film, but do you ever worry that it might be a dream? Like, do you ever worry that you might just be dreaming all of this at the moment? Like, and then you'll wake up and you'll go, oh, fuck, it's about... <laughs> I was doing a film about a cat like a, a busky, It was a busker with a cat And yeah. I met him on Euston Road And he had it on his shoulders 
yeah, and your partner will go what th- that's a stupid dream <laughs> yeah I think you know for James Robert has been a fairy tale story but yeah for me um, to go from never producing a movie and suddenly having this huge film in my hands yeah, and yeah, yeah. seeing the posters on the tube has been fascinating like, it's really yeah, prevalent on the tube right. isn't it yeah, I, guess, yeah, I saw right. a few today and it's um, is it that not expensive to buy a film to buy rights um, I won't ask yeah. you exact figures, but it's, I mean, yeah. it must be daft money. Yeah, it pretty much is. Yeah, is that is that all your own money, or have you? Wasn't my own money. No, um, my I have a company. Okay, we, we were starting to look at other projects, but that came along, and I said we have to go for this. Right. You know, okay. It's just, just too good to be true. So. I might start being a film producer. <laughs> okay. What what would you what films would you like to produce? I don't know how much Genre? money you, how much money have you got? Probably, I've got, got, a, got tenner on me. Like, right. Okay. So that's a tenner straight in. We'll probably get some out of these. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll sort of go. We gave you some publicity, so we'll get some of your money back. Yeah. Okay. What sort of genre that you'd like to work in? I've not gone that far into it. It's a good <laughs> cast. Uh, Anthony Head, Joanne Frogger, Luke Treadaway. Yeah, fantastic. Um, I like Anthony Head. I like Anthony. Head. Oh, he was brilliant. He was absolutely fantastic to work with, and and Joan Frogger as well. Um, yeah. And Luke, you know, we. we the director Roger Spotter and I had seen him on stage in right. the Curious Incident. Yes, I saw that. Loved it's record. Is that what he was in? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and we wanted someone who was kind of fresh and, and a really talented actor who could really get into the role. Yeah. Um, Is he the lead? The lead. Mm. He, he plays yeah. James Bowen, okay. um, mm. and he he spent a lot of time with James in in prep, and right. actually he mimicked him so much it was uh, quite uncanny. And, and the first we had kind of to say to Luke, you know. Tone it down slightly because it's just it's just it's too much like James. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but also, you know, the star is is Bob. Bob actually appears as himself in the film. Oh, really? Oh. Really? So the cat's the same cat. Yeah. I was going to ask you if it's CGI. I guess there's some CGI involved. There's no CGI at all. At all. At all. Are you sure? I, I can positively say. I'm sure from the trailer, yeah. I thought there was definitely some CGI sneaks in there. Mm. It was like Garfield at one point. Ooh, no, <laughs> I, I can guarantee it's uh, it's all Bob. And we did have some um, trained cats who. Okay. We're actually mm-hmm. flown in from Canada, of all places. Okay. Uh, and they do some of the stunts that, um, you know, Bob couldn't do, like running onto the bus. And, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But Bob's great for just sitting still in Covent Garden. And okay. he does the classic high five. You know, nice. James puts his hand out and Bob gives him a high five. How, how nice. does he know to do that? That's, I, cause that's in the trailer as well, I saw him doing that. Well, oftentimes, I mean, I, would, cat, I, I would imagine that Adam will want to reveal this, but oftentimes they, like, they hurt them. No. <laughs> but oftentimes they will hurt the cat. Like, it's like, do you remember the PG Tips monkeys? Yes. <laughs> they had like all shit in the mouth when they were talking. No, it was like, it was like animal cruelty. No. Bob's so what? So what's, pro- well. what's probably no, happened? No, no. What I would imagine has happened. I don't know this for definite, so I can't be sued. But what I would imagine is, is they like tortured a cat until I, it does it. Adam, you're right to reply. I, I can say no. no animals no. are harmed in <laughs> making this film. Yeah. yeah. Oh, do you know it might have emotionally harmed him? Because he might have gone right. The cat might have gone. Hang on. I've done all this before. This is like my life's repeating itself. It's like Twilight. It's like an episode of Twilight Zone for that cat. What? He he, he knew what he was doing. No, you can't yeah. say that. Imagine, right, imagine if you got up tomorrow, right, and you and you were like, I've not got the rights to this film. What's going on? And you saw it, and it was like all the contracts that were ready, but they hadn't been signed yet. And you're like, what? I've done. I've been. I've made the film. I, and then you had to go through it all again. That's what the cat's going through. I've actually had anxiety dreams recently. Have you really? Producing anxiety dreams about watching the film in the cinema of an audience, and suddenly, you know, just a completely different film starts playing. Whoa! People start walking out and sort of shouting at me, saying, "You know, what is this?" Holy I, I've shit. had that about is three it, times. What's the, when, when, oh, fourth of November, it's out. Yeah, it's general release. Have you had the premiere yet? That's on November the third. Bob, okay, Bob, fine. Bob's fine. going, obviously. Bob's going, and yeah. he's going to wear a little tuxedo and bow tie. 
Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, that's what they, that's what they torture them with. <laughs> right, you can't see it's like so it's like a saw trap. It just tightens and tightens until it's high five. Yeah, that's what I reckon. That's what I reckon. No. Um, are you are you worried about it? The premiere about any of it? Is it is it a, if you're having anxiety dreams and stuff? Is it? A, I don't know. I, I think it's I, good. I had it when I was a writer. I've had dreams where I was I, I was sitting in the back of an audience and suddenly actors would start changing lines. <coughs> really? So okay. I think it's just... <laughs> it's quite common in entertainment. I know that I, the only times I've ever had anxiety dreams about stand-up has been if I'm doing the Edinburgh Fringe and mm. for about a month before I'd have anxiety dreams. Weirdly, I've not done the Fringe for the last two years. I don't intend to do it again, but the last two years I've not done the Fringe. Yet I've still had the anxiety dreams in those months in July. Wow. Like, mm. I still had them quite strongly about a show that I wasn't even doing. Right, but you did Edinburgh for a long time. Yeah, too long. So you probably just had it ingrained, didn't you? Oh, it's July, it's Edinburgh, even though it's not. You know, that kind of... I'm not a tree. It's like, I shouldn't have emotional <laughs> memory like that. Yeah, but it'll bring it back, won't it, every year? I don't like it. The Edinburgh to, period. to stop, thank you. Mm. Um, that's a, there are horrible anxiety dreams. Do you have anxiety dreams? Mm. What about? Uh, Will I get a boyfriend? No. Are you single? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> Oh, God. It's, not, it's been ages since I've tried to set I, you up with, yeah, <laughs> with a guest. It's, uh, anxiety dreams about stuff like if I'm going on holiday or whatever, like airport ease up, anxiety, trains, that kind of thing, public transport, okay. things. Have you got a cat? I haven't got a cat, no. Do you want one? Barry's got one. Um, Barry's no. cat hates him. It, it closes his Yeah, bollocks. I don't want a cat like that. If I had a cat like Bob, <laughs> I'd be fine, but I don't want a vicious cat. But Bob seems like he can just switch affection. He had James and he likes Luke. Bob had to get used to Luke. Yeah. Oh, okay, fine. He spent yeah. a lot of time with him. Okay. And, uh, and James is there every day on set making sure oh, Bob is okay. It's tremendously exciting. I like, like, I do like that idea that you just woke up and went, I'm going to make a film of that book that I liked. I just didn't, I wouldn't know where to start with that. No. You're like, but you're proper business savvy. I, I've, I've been on a huge learning curve these past okay. three years. It's been a, a bit of a, a journey um, and it wasn't easy, but um, yeah, it's... Uh, is yeah. it a big release? So it is a, a big major yeah, it's, release? Yeah, it's a nationwide release in the UK. Okay. Um, it's about 500 screens, I believe, okay. uh, via Sony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, well, that's massive then, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. And it there's a huge fan base for it. It's got half a million followers on, yeah, yeah, on yeah. Facebook. And, you know, it, it's just... It's kind of bomb mania at the moment, really. Okay. Are you uh, in, intending to... Do you carry on writing? Do you still write yourself? I, I'm still writing plays occasionally when I, when I get the time. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm now working on about five other feature projects and two of which are about to go. In producing? At producing, yeah. 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 And we're going to shoot them back to back next year. So I'm prepping for another slog. So are you a producer or a writer? I'm now a producer. But in your yeah, life, in your life overall, producer if, or writer? If you're going by number of years, percentage, <laughs> no, yes. No, 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 uh, no. It's, it's a feeling. <laughs> Do you I, consider yourself a producer or a writer? definitely producer it's definitely really? my, my calling yeah I, it's just i love it more than writing <gasps> and it feels very natural actually i think one day you'll go back to being a writer i think you'll, i think <laughs> you'll pray I, for it henry failed, normal yeah. did the same henry normal was exactly the same um henry normal co-founded baby cow mm. with steve coogan the baby yeah. cow company and henry's packed it he's jacked it all in now the producer he's going back to being a poet because oh, okay. he started as a poet on the circuit or what was there wasn't even a real circuit on the comedy circuit but he was like right. opening for bands and stuff like that and um, and then just as time went on, he did a couple of TV things, and then he just, he just moved behind the scenes to be a producer. He's an excellent producer. He's really good. Yeah. I've worked with him many times, Henry, and he's a, a, a unique bloke as well, like mm. a really interesting man. And then I think last year he did a, a radio show about his son. His son, uh, and I can't get it right. It, it's some, it has autism. It's definitely autistic. I don't know what the specific thing mm-hmm. is. Um, 
He wrote a show about that, and now he's gone. He's just jacked in the producing. And he's a big, big shot telly producer, really, Henry. Yeah, but he might come back to that at some point. Yeah, like he could do either. No, I think he. I think that's he wants it. to be. I think he is a poet. Right. Okay. I think that's how he sees himself as a, as, as a, a poet. I think it's ace. Yeah, I, I think like it's the shifting good. in and out thing. But you obviously, if you wrote your uh, first screenplay at eighteen, this is ridiculous. It's kind of no. That's why I'm saying. So it's in the 18, blood. This is yeah, I know. 18, that's why. Eighteen years so, old. Sorry, not wrote it. Sold it. Sold his first screenplay at eighteen. Yeah. Well, you're not doing kissing with people, is it not? <laughs> that's really important at eighteen. Oh, yeah. I, no, I was. Did you have time for kissing? <laughs> <laughs> so you yeah. did the writing and the kissing as well? Yeah. So I didn't have to do just kissing at 18. No, you could have sold a screenplay this as well. stupid. 18. I was too busy typing up the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah. That's what I did. That was my writing. Just had it on video, just typed it up page by page. What was the, what was the first, what was the screenplay? That it, 18 oh, that you sold it. It's something I would never dream of writing now, but it was a um, psychological thriller called Regression. <laughs> Even you said it sarcastically. <laughs> <laughs> Even you went, um, it was psycho, I was 18. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it's, um, I did sell it and then a, a film called Birth came out with Nicole, Nicole, Kidman. Nicole Kidman. Yes, yes, I remember that. And it was, it was pretty much the same story. It was just a big coincidence. It was and a little coincidence, right, okay. Yeah. It wasn't lifted. And so they said, we're not going to do this anymore, but you know, I got a nice paycheck and it helps university and they said, keep on writing because you can really write and um, that's what I did. Mm. I've enjoyed meeting you, but I feel like I've wasted my life. <laughs> Do you know when we've got to, we've got to talk about these guests because I can't have people keep coming in here and make me feel like a failure. What being too talented, too too early, oh, too just, young. Just uh, it makes me take stock of my life. Could you, <laughs> you read a book and made a fucking film about it. <laughs> I've got a mental health podcast that I've not even finished editing yet. That I announced six months ago. Well, it's oh. nice meeting you. <laughs> yes. Well, look, I wish you every success with it. So it opens on the... Fo- uh, sorry, forgive me. Fourth. Yeah, fourth. It was right. Fourth of November, nationwide, a street cat named Bob. Um, you've other irons in the fire as well for the future, so we're going to watch your career with interest as you just go to Strasbourg. Can I just stay <laughs> presenting on fucking football radio? Um, but I'm delighted for you, Adam. I'm delighted <laughs> that you've got... And other people to pay for it as well. It's good. But let's not forget that you do touch cats, is what no, I heard. No, 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 that's wrong. That's wrong. All right, cat. A no, cat. No cats. Yeah, let's not go there. <laughs> <laughs> Will you see, would you see me? Oh, no, of course not. Oh, no, see me. <laughs> Why? Because then, then I can be like, I can be the bloke who was sued by the people oh, that made the, the film. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> That'd be good, wouldn't it? And then, would I, then I could write a book about it and sell yeah, myself and the sell, rights. sell the screenplay. I've got yeah. a thing. I've got to think, think my cats. career through more carefully <laughs> than this. Um, it's been genuinely a pleasure speaking with you, and Thank honestly, you good, luck, good luck with it. It's, uh, I hope the anxiety dreams aren't well founded, and it's going to be just a roller coaster ride. At the very, very least, you've got some ace photos and massive posts on the tube. Yeah, thank you. Everything. That's really exciting, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Adam Rolston, thanks, thanks a lot. Cheers. Thanks for having me. Cheers. Of your country by Meatloaf from their latest album Braver Than We Are that we spoke about the other week totally, as well. Total Eclipse of the Heart. It's not. How is that not Turn Around Bright Eyes? Is Total Eclipse of the Heart. Total Eclipse of the Heart is Skull of Your Country. What? That's what do you the mean? order in which they were written. So the, that refrain, that turn around, which I played that by the way, Connor Wallace. As soon as I heard that, I thought Connor Wallace would love that song. Well, yeah. That's what I thought. So that's why I'm playing it for okay. Connor. Um, 
Yeah, that was written before Total Eclipse of the Heart. So, They're okay. both Jim Steinman songs. Jim Steinman songs. Jim Steinman's worked with Bonnie Tyler, obviously. Yeah. There's other records on that Meatloaf album that mm. um, have... Uh, I know that You've Been Cold To Me So Long I'm Crying Icicles Instead Of Tears, which is from Two Out Of Three Ain't Bad. Mm. But it was originally from another song, and the other song is on that album. So really, that, that album, the new Meatloaf album, is the oldest Meatloaf album, even though it's the last one, because all the songs are very, very old. Right, okay. They predate Bat Out of Hell. Okay. So wow. that, that predates um, Total Eclipse of the Heart. Mm-hmm. So Total Eclipse of the Heart was taken from that song rather than the way around. Okay, do you understand? I understand now. Also, Total Eclipse <laughs> of the Heart. Even though it's only just been recorded. Oh, it's Jacob again. Total Eclipse of the Heart is one of my favourite uh, videos. Jacob, can I just say, why, just why you're here? Why I've got you? <laughs> what mic's that? What are you doing? What, what I don't even want a near. camera that close to me. Jacob, Jacob, this, get, um, get on the mic. What? what mic you on? One. Two. You're wrong. Um... I appreciate the multimedia aspects of Fubar Radio. I understand it's important and all that, yes. blah, 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 blah. However, mm-hmm. it's not more important than the audio. No, it's not. Right, it's not. So, it's not... If a song's not on, yes. don't come in and start moving the, the cameras around. Then if I'll the, get fired. No, you won't get fired. fired. No, that's not why you're going to get fired. But oh, well. it, it's not... No, the, the cameras aren't more important than the audio. Oh. So, if the cameras aren't set before the show started... But people are moving, so then... Uh, what do you mean? But, yeah, but the cameras aren't moving, are they? But people are, so then it's I know, but we're not doing a film, mate. We're doing a radio show. Yeah. I, yeah. So if you, if you don't get it, you don't get it. But the, the audio is more important than the video. Okay. So what you can't do is, when we've got a guest in here, it's creeping, like Wee Willy Winky or, like, what's the man? Nosferatu. <laughs> you can't come in like Nosferatu, Halloween or not. Yeah. You can't slowly get... <laughs> opening the door. The slower you do it, by the way, the worse it is. That's the other thing. And then when you leave, it's like the second you go over the threshold of the door, you forget that the door makes any noise at all. You're like, I've done it. I've done it now. And you just slam the door behind you. And there's a man there trying to sell his film about a cat. I will say, I understand why he does it. He has been he has been told to come in during the studio, during a show, to move a camera to get the right shot. But, but I also, but, on the flip side, have made it quite clear that it's really bloody annoying when people keep popping in every yeah, two yeah, seconds but, but to if, if the it interrupts the show, then surely the yeah. show's got to take precedence no, over I, the film. Of course. I would say that if a guest... Because we're not putting the all, this whole show no, out no, on we're video. No, we're not. No, it's, it's clips of the show that we will use to illustrate yeah. it. But I would say that we have talked about it, and Jacob knows, and everyone else does here, that if a guest is being put off by somebody coming in and changing a camera what then, I'm going to start doing is when yeah. people come in to move the cameras I'm going to look right at the camera and say Fubar Radio is shit why are you watching this and then you can't use that clip then no Jacob I wouldn't use that clip anyway because if I'm moving a camera it doesn't look professional well I'll carry on doing it oh, well, oh, every time you move the camera <laughs> I'm going to move it back I'm going to move it again okay okay that's fine if you come in and you can't come in and not speak so if we talk to you when you come in you've got to speak okay because otherwise we seem like it's us yeah. we're, that we're making stuff up I mean, people didn't know you that you were see real me, like, look at what no but it. people didn't know that you were real until you answered the phone on the last week's show you heard the lady Jacob. the other way yeah. yeah she was saying that my impression she thought my impression of you was ridiculous yeah. until she heard you and was like it's really accurate yeah so, yeah. I don't think it is. I don't think it is. I disagree. <laughs> I don't agree. So Halloween, Jacob, it's a big day. Big day yeah. for you. Big day in what, Transylvania. Can you yeah. pop the door shut, Jacob? Because it's got a bit of make sound. Make sure you put the camera on you, though, before you do yeah, that. Yeah, get the camera on you, mate. Make let's, sure it's let's nice make and tight. Sure. No, I, I thought I wasn't allowed to move the camera. What, oh, no, you know, but we're oh, telling, no, it's you, relevant to what we're talking about. We're telling yeah. you to do it. So pop a camera on yourself. There we go. That's going to be the the Jacob, the one shot on Jacob. That's it. There we go. That's all I need. 
So for the clip, it'll be just you. You'll be able yeah. to hear me in that, but it'll be just you. We'll yeah. just yeah. stare at you. Nice. Yeah. Popping his glasses up his nose. Yeah. So, Jacob, uh, as Natalie said, what's a Halloween? Big day. Big day big for you, day. Halloween. Big day for me. Yeah, what do, you, what do you do Halloween? Not sure. I'll be here. You'll be what? I'll be here till... So four. No, it's Halloween now. Four? It's, it's Halloween now. Oh, it's, it's today. Oh, yes, yeah. It's today, yeah. So what will you be doing after four o'clock today? <laughs> what be I'll be tonight? here. I'll still I'd be imagine here. It won't, imagine your nights rarely kick in before midnight anyway, do they? Uh, it's, yeah. when, it's when the Half action one. starts. I'll be here. I'll still be here. I am here. Yeah. Oh, I, oh, I, oh, I get it. Oh, I get it. <laughs> I get it. Oh, because after four, after the show, oh, okay. um, I'll do another show. What, I'll work. What, I'll, what, I'll be talking about. What, what are you doing? <laughs> I'll be, I'll be working on a different show on my. But you, no way. You were saying, oh, I get it. I get it. As if, as it. if Nat would give you a clue of some sort. <laughs> but, but like none of it. We were just both staring at you. Like, what, what do you get? What is it you're getting? This is a pre-rec. I forgot that this is a pre-rec. Did you think this was live? <laughs> I got but, but even with that, what what is it? I just it? got confused because I was like, because Nat said it's Halloween today, then I I forgot that it, and it is and it isn't kind of is because this will go out on Halloween, but it's not. It's not Halloween today, today. I think this is what he does before we murder. Just let him talk. Just, just, like just, yeah, just, let, just let him talk. Jesus. So go on, yeah, so it's Halloween. It's a shame, isn't it, really, that, that Adam's gone, because I reckon he'd look at you and just go, that's a fucking film right there. Look at that. That's 7-2. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me get right on The Return. Up. You thought the head in the box was bad. <laughs> Wait till you see this fucking psychopath. After 6pm, though, today... Yeah. You are finished. What will you be doing on Halloween? On Halloween, as in, as in today, next. Jacob, yes, Jacob, yes, Jacob, we've established. Can you this. honestly not? Can you can you not make I'm, the jump from? Just pretend it's next week. Okay. Yeah, because it's already past six o'clock know, today, isn't I know, it? So but it's it confusing to some. So like, on Monday next today. 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 Yes. After Halloween. Six, yeah, I'll get a train home. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All so, the way to Transylvania, or just yeah. to, yeah, so to your lodgings. A few hours. Yeah. But then there's a different. Like a few hours there's a different time. Spending it on the train to the Carpathian Mountains. There's it does. Yeah. There's different time zone there, so it will be still like. Two, oh yeah, you'll yeah, it'll be two p.m. Right. And then it will. It's oh. it, just you, accept it. it. Usually snows there as well, so it's Who? like Christmas and it's Halloween at the same time. It snows there. Yeah. In Transylvania. Yeah. Sure. It's yeah. Christmas and Halloween at the same time. Yeah. So then you what can, does snow mean? It's yeah, Christmas. Yeah. So if you like. And Halloween. If you go trick and treating, trick or treating. <laughs> This is amazing. Just let him, let him carry on talking. Don't say you, nothing. If you go trick-or-treating, you can, like, hide, because there's a lot, lots of snow there. So if, if you get scared, if there's, like, an old person or someone scary that <laughs> opens the door, you can, like, run away and hide behi behind the snow. Behind the snow? Yeah, because it snows there. There's a lot of snow. In snow. There. Yeah. I'd like to hear some more from the thoughts of wisdom of Jacob. I'd like to hear that as well. Okay, um, Jacob. What other stories can you tell us from Transylvania? Um, I'm not... We've got... Um, we've got pigs there as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, instead of horses, so like... Well, <laughs> so, um, Horse, yeah. So, like, here you have people on, on horses. Yeah, regularly. Oh, yeah. That's how I come to work. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and, yeah. and we've got... They often um, just, like, pull up outside tube stops and go, race ya. <laughs> yeah. We've got pigs over there. Yeah. Um, Do you ride them? Well, we've got... We tend... Well, we, we'll, we'll for, like, a week or two, then we'll have a barbecue. <laughs> do you eat... You eat pork, hood? You don't eat pork, do you? I do, I do. You do eat pork. Yeah, so... If you ride them for two weeks and then... <laughs> 
You have a massive barbecue. In the snow. Big barbecue in the snow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Well, inside. Most. You have a barbecue, barbecue inside. inside. Yeah, inside your house. Like an electric one. Electric an electric barbecue. Like oh, 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 yeah. is it a cooker? You a mean? Cooker. Yeah. Maybe yeah, a yeah, cooker, okay, yeah. Okay. Would you call it an that? Oven, yeah. I think you've missed no, it. No, like the ones that you fold. That's a okay. Oh, George Foreman Grill. George yeah. Foreman Grill. Yeah, yeah, okay. So... Uh, <laughs> I see. You started on barbecue, and it turned out it was a George Foreman grill yeah. in the you, end. Do you take not the whole pit, like not the entire. No, it wouldn't be a George Foreman grill, would it? Mate? But do you, it you take fit. the George Foreman grill outside when it's not winter to barbecue your stuff? No, I'll stay inside because it's you always cause stay inside. It, yeah, because there's not a lot of darkness there. It, it tends to be. There's not a lot of darkness look inside. Look on my phone. Hang on. Okay. You keep talking, Jacob. Do you do fancy dress? Mm, no, because we all look funny anyway. So yeah. Like, what that's do you mean? A, that's a bridge should, burned. That's a bridge burned. What burned? Just looking for people I can get in touch with to try and salvage my career. <laughs> not friends with her anymore. I don't really... Um, he doesn't speak to me. Uh, I think I'm okay. I think Jacob's, Jacob's come out the other side now. He had a turn. Sarah Miller can I could give her a call, can I? Yeah, I wonder if she could help me out. Just put her on the phone to Jacob. So she friends might be with Sarah. She wouldn't like that. Like um, I've just had some shocking news on my phone, by the way, from Barry Dodds. I don't know why he thought it'd be a good thing to text me when I'm doing the show. Oh. About someone who's died. Oh. Famous person who's died. Who? See if you can guess. Oh, no, it's that bad taste in it. <laughs> oh, no. Come on, let's have, let's have a guess. Let's can have you some, say what they Let's are? do guessing. Let's do guessing of who's died. I would uh, have heard. Pop star. Pop star. Jacob. Pop oh. star who's oh, died. No. Who's, um, who's, who's died? Reckon? No, that's not. Red herring. A y- young person? Or? No. Not particularly. Oh, I don't know. Okay, Jacob. Ma- Jacob doesn't know. Male or female? Male. Um, you definitely know him. UK. I think it's going to upset you. American or UK? UK. Elton John. No. George Michael. No. This is horrible. I don't know why. Why I'm did naming. you go? <laughs> why did you go? Why did you just go for two prominent gay people? I <laughs> know. Oh, I was just thinking of male UK six solo singers like Sting. Okay. Uh, um, I mean, I think you're actually on the right track with with gay. Oh, uh, who's a I gay? Believe. Not, they're certainly not at the peak of their career. No, the I, moment, I, mean, I wouldn't be Andy Bell, obviously, because Barry Dodds wouldn't have texted you that. Well, he would have done, wouldn't he? Well, he, he would have done, but he would have been in but tears. It's not Andy Bell. Uh, who's the well, I, I don't think tears affect you on a text. I don't think I would have opened that text then and all water would have fallen out of my phone and that would have been a dead giveaway. Um, okay, so it's a gay. This feels like I, I don't bad like taste. This it's game. not horrible, like, isn't it? I don't like doing it's Pete this. Pete Burns. Oh, no. Pete Burns has died. Really? Yeah. Oh, God. That has. That's horrible. I knew it upset you. Yeah. Look how much it's upset Jacob. Look at that face. He's still laughing. Oh. About, he's still laughing about the pigs. I don't know. That's, hard, that's, that's really upsetting. Here we go. Now that Jacob's in, having a laughing fit, let's make him do a eulogy for Pete Burns. Jacob, are you not sad that Pete Burns is died? I don't know who he is. It was a. Uh, you spin me right round, baby, right round. Dead round. or alive? Oh, oh no, that's, Jesus, that's so, oh, that sounds bad, doesn't it? That's the name of his band. They were Dead or Alive with. Um, oh, I know that. So I recognise that song. Wow, I mean that's a first. That's spinning round. I mean, I'd say yeah. sing it, but that would be birthdays. That's, that's him. Yeah, that's a Pete band. Burns. Oh. Would you like to offer any any happy memories about that song? Um, yeah, I mean it's it's a good try. He was a non-bullshit guy, wasn't he, Pete Burns? Straight to the point. I quite yeah. liked that. Yeah, I really liked him. Yeah, um, I could see why people wouldn't like him. But, he uh, didn't suffer falls gladly. No, that's not. This, this is a lovely tribute. Go on, anything else, Matt? No, but that's a good that's a good quality, yeah, I yeah, think, in a person. Yeah. I would say the same about you. How do you think Pete Burns would have reacted to Jacob? Well, he would just would have told him. It's a shame that Pete Burns has sadly left us because I think Pete Burns would have ripped Jacob a new one, mm. for want of a better phrase. Mm, I, I think. think he would have honestly, and I, I would have liked him as a guest. I, I can tell you, I had he was been, offered as a guest. Wasn't uh, he? No, I would been, I was in touch with one of his management about trying to get him in. So on this show, yeah. 
the jinx continues. That's sad news, isn't it? Very sad. I'm genuinely sad about that. Well, put, should I put a record on? Yeah, please. I'll put a record on, then we'll come back and get Jacob to tell us some more things about Transylvania. Try please, and cheer yeah. you off. I don't like this song. I don't like it. Why? Stopping it. It wasn't one of my Halloween Because I feel choices. like, because we did it on the hoof yeah. about Pete Burns being away, mm. I feel like we might have been disrespectful. Okay. And I'm not I'm not really for being disrespectful about someone who's just died. No. Regardless of their troubles in life or whatever. You know, yeah. he was a, like I say, no bullshit bloke. So um, there's only one of his songs on the system, but mm-hmm. we'll play that instead. Yes. You're proper sad, aren't you? I'm very sad about this, yeah, genuinely. I feel like you might have slept with him. You've got the look of a haunted widow. <laughs> Bit inappropriate, Nat laughing all over people as a song. He's literally just died. I thought it'd been a nice tribute. Dead or alive, you spin me around like a record. We're back. It's fuck knows what time. I want to guess at around ten past. Oh, hang on, that's eight. counting it. Eight. I reckon it's two. It's not uh, ten past eight. Three oh eight. I think it is. Three oh eight. Yeah. Okay. It's about three oh eight mm. at the moment. We record. We reckon. And um, we've got a guest coming up, but uh, our resident vampire pig riding barbecue maniac as a. Oh, he's done it. He's managed it now. I- We're going to be joined now by Robert Muchamore. Um, Robert, uh, is Robert on the phone? He is. Hello, Robert. Yes, I'm definitely there. Excellent. How are you, man? No? Sorry? Are you there? Yeah. How are you? Yeah, sorry. You're quite sorry. You are quite quiet. I'm sorry. I don't, well, I don't know what to do. I say I'm sorry. I don't know what to do. No, no, it's all right. I, sh- I should just concentrate much harder. Do you want me to shout all my questions? <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy to do that. <laughs> no, I can hear you all right now. I'm, either I was, I, I, I don't know, saying it with the phone or you. Do you I, know, it's okay now, which is very quiet. Okay, I'll, I'll do my very best. If you can't hear me, the safe word is um, umbrella. Just shout umbrella if you can't hear yeah. me. Yeah. Okay, no, no, I, can, I can't bloody hear now. I can hear you perfectly, mate. <laughs> I can hear you perfectly. Um, Nat, literally, right before I picked up the phone to you, Nat just went, it's worth a fortune, this bloke. That's not why. that's not what she I said, did. She did. She said about millions or something. I just was looking through the um, article, and they have to have picked out a quote which they put, which is, how much money have I made? About 6.7 million. So that's... Oh, and, you know, I don't know where that figure came from, but it was, it was fascinating because I did that visit at... Um, the Young Offenders Institution, mm. and the guys there were so into, like, how much money have you got? What car have you got? What watch have you got? What? Um, and it was really, it was like, it was like they were really into the sort of materialistic stuff. Like, I had never really? had so many questions about money or wealth, and mm. uh, I, I jokingly said at the end that I was going to sort of like ask them, you know, well, are you, um, are, are you know, are, are you going to ask me for my address at the end yeah. and try and burgle me when you get out? Yeah. Or something, you know? <laughs> well, just, they'll, they'll just tell a mate it'll burgle you, and they'll be like, well, we couldn't have done it. We were in here, mate. Yeah, yeah, could happen, could happen. Um, but anyway, how much are you worth? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I th- I, I'm not. I've got no idea <laughs> where that six million comes from. I mean, I would say I'm. A, I, you know, I'm. A, I am a millionaire. I live in quite a nice Whoa. house. And I make a good income, but uh, I wouldn't put an exact figure on it because uh, I, I don't know. I would imagine though, it's very, like you say, it's very tiresome to be asked that question all the time. So I think the best thing you could do 
just, just like give it all away. Yeah, or just, or just have like a live totalizer on my website that can yeah, just give an up, up, up to date figure with all of my bank accounts yeah, and property but, value and you no, know. But you're still going to get letters and stuff, begging letters and all that yeah, sort of thing. I mean, you, your best bet, put it I into mean, I just scraped my car on the way back from the garage. That must have knocked a good 300 quid off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I reckon. <laughs> I reckon. Imagine if you're just 300 quid shy of being a millionaire now. How frustrating would that be? Yeah, yeah, God, that would be damned annoying, wouldn't it? Yeah. Luckily, it's not anything I'm ever going to have to deal with. So, yeah. um, your new book, Gone Wild. Yep. Yeah. It's uh, YA, isn't it? It's young adult, isn't it? Uh, well, this is this is one of those great debates, because um, I regard my books as being sort of YA, older kids. Some people mm. say they're a little bit younger, a little bit older, but uh, yeah, I guess they're for kids. Also, you know, I would say they're a little bit older than the kind of Harry Potter type books is yeah, the yeah, easiest yeah. way to describe them. Do you fancy coming over here? Sorry, that's it's because she's heard you got money. Just ignore that. Oh, right. Um, so... Um, I've got well into young adult stuff on uh, books at the moment. I really enjoy reading them. Like, I really enjoy it. Daniel Handler's done a couple, um, and I'm a big fan of Daniel Handler, and I, I recently read A Monster Calls. Oh, right, Patrick Ness. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. and I'm going to read some more of his books as well. Um, I, I just... I, I really like it as a genre. I really, really like it, because they're not... They never are... They're, they're never kids' books, are they? I mean, I mean, some authors, you know, someone like Patrick Ness probably leans more towards the what I would call it's almost an adult book with a child protagonist. You know, yeah, it just yeah, happens yeah. to have a kid as the lead character. Um, I would regard my books very much as being kid friendly. It tends to be kids that read and enjoy my books, and that's very much what I try to do. But would, um, I, would I'm never adults gonna like them? Would, I, would I like it? Would I like it? Like the Carnegie or something like that. You know, I'm always going to uh, I'm always going to be the kind of writer the kids read, not the ones that the uh, that the librarians give awards to. Oh really? Okay. Well, I'm, let's let's try and change that in this interview. I'm going to try and make you more accessible to the adult market, as well oh. as being accessible to kids. It's primarily accessible to kids, but we're going to make you credible to an adult market. Yeah, we can. We will give it a go. Yeah. All right. <laughs> um, I don't mind. No, I feel very happy to be a kids writer. You know, there are plenty of talented adult writers out there, and I'm I'm I'm, I'm quite happy being a kids writer. I've got no uh, well, no issue with that at all. That's the thing, isn't it? Because I think that is it is it. Would you be looked? Not this sounds wrong, but would would you be like considered less worthwhile as somebody who writes for kids than you would if you were just writing open age? Is the snobbery in the publishing industry in that in that way, or amongst writers? Is there? I mean, I suppose there is. Um, I mean, I always I always love the Terry Pratchett quote. Someone turned around to Terry Pratchett not long before he died, and they said, "You know, Mister Mister Pratchett, do you regret that you've never ever been nominated for the Booker Prize?" And Terry Pratchett's reply was, "No, because I enjoy being rich." Nice, and, nice. You know, there are different levels of success, and maybe maybe people won't be studying my novels in literary academies in hundreds of years' time, but. Uh, Frankly, I don't really care if they are. Well, it's not, yeah, it's not going to affect you either way, is it? No, no, and it's not going to get that 300 quid to fix the dink on my car either. Is that, is that the only reason you've come on here to try and get... Do you want us to put a call out now to say if any listeners have got a garage? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It can just... Is, how, how bad is it? Let's, let's, go, let's get on no, with it. No, no, I just, I, just I just actually came out of the garage and I just, uh, I just scraped it a tiny little bit. I won't know until morning because I can't be bothered to go and shine a light on it. To look be honest, that. it's probably the sort of thing I won't even bother getting repaired. L no, look at this. Look at look how the look how the rich live. It's going to be a nice car, though. I'm isn't not it? even going to look at the scrap. No, it's I, a, well, I'll yeah, just I buy a new Porsche. Four-year-old Volkswagen Golf. It's not that fancy. Flash. Fancy. Why have you got? Why have you got a four-year-old Volkswagen Golf? Well, you know, because I live in the middle of London, and it's just like. Who wants... You know, you have a fancy car in London. It, all it does is attract attention, you know? But this is... Um, 
I, I, I had a mate who had one of these fancy Nissan sports car things, and I mean, it used to get trashed about once every three months. It was right. a nightmare. Mm. But you can afford... This is... A, I, I, like, I know a few millionaires. No, I do, no, I do. I do. I've got peers who've done very, very well. So I know. I know. I'm not going to talk about people specifically, oh, sorry, but, I, but me- I, I know. I know. A, I've got a handful of mates who who are millionaires. Oh, okay. Right. Who've got that sort of money? Yeah. I've not, but no, no. I've got mates who've got that sort of money. And t- to a man and to a lady, they all drive shit cars. Well, you live in the centre of London, though. You're saying, Robert? They, they, they don't. Yeah, yeah. Quite, quite near the middle of London, in Crowd Do you need a car? Do you need a car? Oh, yeah, crouch engine. There's no tube there. I see what you're saying. Well, you, you know, it's not like car? it's not essential. I mean, I could live without a car, but it's you know, it's a nice, it's a nice thing to have. Yeah. But it's not something I use that often. That I, you know, uh, mm. I want to buy anything extra fancy. I'd, I I couldn't imagine being a millionaire and not having a posh car. Really? It's fine, just like a young offender. <laughs> do I? Yeah, yeah. I suppose I do. I spoke to one the other week, and I think it's rubbed off on me a little bit. <laughs> even though, even though he's reformed his life, I think I was just—I've <laughs> honed in on the bad bits for getting stuff dead easy. <laughs> um, no, I can't. Ima- I can't imagine having like a, a crappy. I'm not a Volkswagen's not a crappy car, but but I do honestly. I know people who. They... You're, you're pushing it a bit, calling my car crap. No, no, that's what <laughs> I, I said that. No, I said it's not a crappy car. But I'm saying, but I do know people with a lot of money who drive. No exaggeration, shit tips of cars. Maybe yeah. they want to spend it on other things. But you can, you can, you can afford it. I'd have a driver. I wouldn't drive. Oh, that would be. Oh, yeah. I mean, I do get, I do, I do get a lot of taxis. You know, mm. that is my, that's one of my luxuries. Yeah. You know, I do, I, I do quite like that. You know, you step out of shop and it's peeing down the rain, and you step out and you go walk past all the people queuing for the bus and go taxi, and they all look <laughs> at you and they, they hate you for it. But I, I don't care. <laughs> what? Um, how often do you write? How disciplined are you as a writer? Uh, well, for the last three months, because I'm writing a book at the moment, I've been I've been writing pretty much every day, working quite long hours, sort of five or six days a week. But uh, I've almost finished the book I'm writing on now, so then I'll have a break for three or four months, and I won't write at all. And then, so it kind of alternates. I do I work quite hard for two or three months writing a book, and then I stop and think and plan and go on holidays and such things. Do you know the story before you write it? Do you know the full story? Yeah, I mean, especially because most of the books I've written have been thrillers. Okay. Um, really, with a thriller, you've kind of got to plan out your yeah, characters and your payoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not in the sort of highbrow literary fiction thing of, you know, oh, let's see where the story and where the characters take us. That's, that's all a bit la-di-da for me. I like a good story that's got a proper ending. When you start, well, when you start writing, even if you've plotted a story, when you start writing, how locked down are you? So could, could you, if your mind took you elsewhere, where in the story would you follow that or would you stick, I mean it stick can your... happen um, it, I, I've had it with you know I mean when you're writing a book and you suddenly maybe you like a particular character that character's coming out quite well and you say oh I'll put a bit more of that one in or you think oh this is getting a bit bloody for a kids book and you have to tone something down and there have been instances where I've changed bits as I've written um, this one I'm writing at the moment actually has stayed pretty much as is but uh, on the whole yeah there are little bits and bobs that change as a book develops Do you ever kill someone that you weren't intending to kill? No, I'm always, you know, I'm always the total opposite. I get really fond of my characters, and there's actually... I don't, a, no, I didn't mean characters, I mean, like, just in life. Oh, just in life, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm a brutal slayer of people <laughs> everywhere, as most children's authors are. No, no, really, really, is that, is that right, though, with, the, with, with characters, then? We'll talk about characters as well. I always find, whenever I write stuff, I'm not published or anything like that, but I've got a few books on the go at any given time that, you know, I'm sort of trying my hardest to write stuff, and, I, you know, I, I, I do my best to sort of write 
regularly and all about different things but i get i tend to sort of come away i'd start a project get very into it then i come away and start something else and then i'm, I'm invariably spinning plates we're we're writing as we yeah, podcast, that was, that matter, i mean that was but, very much how i was when i wanted to be a writer and my confidence was lacking and these days i tend to have a contract to write a book and i just sort of it's my job and I write the book. You know, I don't have a radio show to present or whatever it else is that you guys do. You Sometimes know, worry, it's my job, I so I just sort of get on and do it. Would you commission me to write a book? Would I commission you to write a book? No, because I'm an author, not a publisher. Why don't you start... Why don't... How about this, then? How about... I mean, you've, had, you've had a shit day, you scratch your car. How about... How exciting would it be to just set up your own publishing company right now and get me signed up straight away? Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, actually, a lot, a lot of authors are really into this idea of self-publishing because with e-books and stuff, it's a lot more doable than what it used to be, and uh, it's a whole, new, it's a whole new market. I've got a few friends who've actually uh, given up writing for traditional publishers and are now focused entirely on their own sort of e-booky type well, stuff. Do, do you know what? Do you know what? I, I don't like e-books because I, I like, I, I like a physical book. I, that, that's important to me. I, I'll, I'll never get a Kindle, for example. It, it just doesn't appeal to me at all yeah um, I, ver- I vary a lot i quite like reading a book but i actually do must admit when i travel or if i'm going on holiday it's nice just to have a little kindle in my really? bag instead I, of like I, eight books lugging them around no, there i can't things. can't get my head around it as a thing my missus is really into a kindle she finds mm. it easier to read on a kindle but I, I, just, I, I don't like it at all. But I, I'm looking increasingly with the stuff I'm doing at the moment on going unbound look very attractive to me as a company mm-hmm. um that they seem to be like the the hot people at the moment for self publishing, as it were. All right, can't say can't say I've ever heard. I've, I've, I've never looked into it in that detail because I'm one of the. I suppose I'm one of the relatively lucky people who who's quite successful and can get quite a nice deal out of a regular publisher. It's more it's more the authors who tend to struggle a bit who are like, what can I do with my career? How can I reinvent myself? You know, and look into it in a lot more depth. And and if any of the, if any, if any of them are wildly successful, who are my friends, I shall no doubt shamelessly copy them after they've done all yeah, the hard yeah. work. Well, that's me, mate. I'm one of the less successful ones. But thanks, thanks for pointing that out. So what, so what, my, so what my dad always says, there's no such thing as an ugly woman. There's just some women that are more beautiful than others. So you're, more, you're saying that you're, more, you're a more beautiful lady than me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not fan of any. How old are you? How old am I? Yeah. I am 43. Oh, so am I. This is a nightmare. Okay, so before... Ah, so... But mm-hmm. I could become as successful as you by by the time I'm 44 by the time we're but when are you 44 you, you could you could have a stroke of genius tonight you could publish right, it right. in a I'm gonna... few months and be a millionaire by Christmas right when are you when when are you 44 when am I 44 December the 26th oh, oh really not long not long for you sir oh shit <laughs> right hold on but you're 44 next in June oh so I've got till June haven't yeah, I yeah you've got till June that's fine oh yeah fine yeah you're fine it's good right okay Robert yeah. The race is on now. Right? I'm, I'm going to use you as as like a incentive. I'm going to I'm going to incentivize myself by using you as an example. I have to. How many books have you written? Loads. Oh, I think twenty eight. Right. I don't know if you're aware that um, thirteen million worldwide he oh, sold God. in the Cherub uh, series. So right. that's you know. You've, but you've got till June to do this. So there's no, like but, plenty yeah, of time. Well, no, but don't the Cherub series well, then the count as one? So, you know, they? you don't need you don't need it's to two. write all those books. You just need to do like um, one, Dick it? Bruner, the guy who wrote the Hungry Caterpillar. You yeah. know, he wrote that book in 1968. It's been in the bestseller list for the last forty odd years. And he makes loads of money on toys. You, you just need to write the right thing, you know. You just need to write the hungry, the next hungry caterpillar, mm. and, you're, and you're, you've got it. You've got it now. Right, the the the, the tired elf. 
tired elf. That's good for Christmas. You're thinking about summer release. I'm not, not going to get it out before Christmas. No, that's what I mean. So don't, it can't be the tired elf. You're looking at. You've got until June. Let's look the at thing the thing summer. Is, no, I don't summer. want. I don't oh, want. It could be the tired elf goes on holiday. Oh yeah, what does the tired holiday? Yeah. No, what what do elves do when it's not Christmas? Go on. No, that's not a joke. I'm just that's, oh, right. that's, oh, right. that's the that's idea. Right. I thought there was going to be some uh, fabulous punchline there. But no, no, no. That's a, that's yeah. my starting point. Yeah. Uh, what like on January the first? Where does the elves? Well, yeah. Go? What do they do? What well, do they do uh, for the, the rest yeah, of the year? Yeah, that's, good. that's good. It's a rubbish idea. Um, um, I don't want to beat him on money. Just money. I want to beat him on like sales. And that's everything. what I'm thinking. That's why we're saying about hungry caterpillar. That would be an enormously best-selling book if you could get a new a new one of those on the go. On sales alone, got an idea. Got an idea. That will be it, Robert. Yeah, you've done brilliantly already, mate. Twenty-eight odd books. You, you millionaires. You keep telling us. <laughs> right. I didn't mention Dri- it. <laughs> driving, <laughs> driving, keep banging on about how much money you've got. Driving around in your flash car and that, yeah. and you know, yeah, not, yeah. not bothered. Pants Volkswagen. Yeah, not bothered about <laughs> scratching it. You just no. don't care, right? You, 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 Robert. Have, don't tell this wrong. You've had your innings, okay? You you have had more than enough for one person. And yeah, you, I'm, I'm now a, ma- a man of renown in the twilight of my career. Exactly, and gently, right? Gently fade away. Exactly, and you and you will be comfortable in life regardless of what happens. I, however, am just the same age as you. A, a let's be honest, abject failure, right? Abject <laughs> failure. No. Like everyone that I've ever been around in my career, they've all done well, but I've not. Like I, I'm, I'm a joke, mate. I am a joke. Now, wouldn't it be wouldn't it be a beautiful gesture for you to just that that book you've nearly finished? Oh no! Just give it me, mate. Just give it. I, I'll whack it out under my name. I, I, I shall. T- I shall take it under very careful consideration. Mm. I mean, we, we could split it. So, so you could put it out. We'll put it out under my name. You don't want the money, so uh, Robert has all the money. Oh no, not all the money. I want some of the money. You just said it's not about the money. Of you want the sales? Yeah, but I want some of it. Okay. Well, like, I'll, I'll have a bit of it. All right. Okay. And I mean, you could plug it constantly on Fubar, which would, which must add at least what another five million copies sold. Exactly. How much is exactly. that worth? All right. How much is that worth privately? Yeah. <laughs> if I right, how about this? How about for the next ten weeks, I just read a chapter a week. Yeah. Not even a chapter. No, because I'll give no, it all away. Would, I'll give it all away. Chapter, but you could read a few pages. <clears throat> I could do um, uh, what do they call it? Uh, cliffhangers. Yeah. I could read a bit of a cliffhanger and then people are automatically going to buy the book. What you would do is at the end of every show is I'll leave it on a bombshell so they come back next week so everyone's a winner. Cliffhangers and bombshells. I've got to put plenty of those in. Yeah, well, (laughs) but but put them in it and then I will read the cliffhanger straight bombshell and then say, if you want to, and I'll say, we'll tell you next week, but if you you can't wait to find out, go and buy the book. Exactly. It's by me. Yeah. But yeah. But Robert's actually written it. But he's getting three three quarters of the money he's getting. I'm getting a quarter. So of it. Robert's your ghostwriter now. Is that what you're saying? Kind of. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. Kind of. Interesting. Is that is that all right? Say say, say nothing if it's all right. Brilliant. Yeah, Robert's right. in. Robert, <laughs> right. you're in. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I dozed off for a moment there. He was just rambling off in his own little fancy. We're I not, had no idea. We're not, I thought you were doing contracts. You <laughs> were typing up a contract. I thought you were typing up a contract. I got all excited. Been, yeah. <laughs> I don't even want your book. I'm going to write my own, yeah, and then and then we'll see. Then I'll show you. One day we'll they'll be playing this clip on Richard and Judy or whatever program it is, and they'll go. Remember that day he said that to Robert, and now look at him, how much more famous he is. Yeah, I'll be I'll, I'll be gutted. I feel like I've met my match with you, Robert. Yeah, I like this. It's a good dynamic. <laughs> um, well, look, man. Um, the new book's gone wild. 
It has gone wild, yeah. It's, it's completely crazy. Yeah. <laughs> How many times have you used that joke in press? <laughs> that, that's, the, that's the first one. That is honestly the first time is it I've really? that joke. Is it really? It popped into my head. <laughs> Well, keep it. Keep using it. That's, I, I, like, I like that you broke your duck with me with that one. Well, that's, a, that's an excellent joke. It's Christmassy as well. It mentions Christmas Eve in the book. So it's out on the uh, 6th of October. Nat was doing your PR for you then, Doing a bit mate. of PR, yeah. That's really yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah. The, the, the book was released on the 6th of October and, it was, and it's now available in all good bookstores or online or an e-book. Or an <laughs> <laughs> Mate, you sound like you hate the general public. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm usually wildly enthusiastic, but you've you just you've just imparted a, a level of cynicism upon me tonight. <laughs> I do that. Oh. I definitely do that, and I like it. But I like the idea that you're going to go back to your PR. They're going to go. You sounded like you hated the public. You sounded like you were going. Yeah, buy it if you want. I don't care. It makes a difference to me. I'm already minted, mate. <laughs> like I give a shit if you buy my book or not <laughs> the, thing is, the thing is my fans are like 12 to 14 year olds you know so it's like they, they, they probably respond to that attitude better anyway yeah, they get say. telling them how wonderful it is it probably puts them off you know yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it sounds yeah, I, I'm not bothered you go out on your skateboard if you want you can buy my book if you like I don't care you know just, just do whatever you like <laughs> go out on your skateboard <laughs> yeah you're probably too busy playing Simon or playing with your big track to be to be bothered about my books yeah, yeah. Uh, well, it's uh, Robert Muchmore Gone Wild. It's available now. It's out already, and it's um, and uh, the author honestly don't don't care if you buy it or not. <laughs> but if you want to buy it, that'd be a nice thing. Mm. For, you know, it, it'll get his scratch fixed at the very least. Yeah, yeah. All right. Can I go now? <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, can man. All right. It was it was divine talking to you both. Here. No, it was Thanks, lovely speaking to you too, man. Thanks for thanks yeah, for your bye-bye. time. I appreciate it. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Robert Mutchmore. I really liked him. I love him. It was great. I really liked him. I know that he hates me. No, he doesn't. I don't think he hated you. I, no, I don't mind if he does. I don't think he does. But I, I, I really liked him. I liked him a lot too. <laughs> Give us your book, Robert. Let me publish it myself. Here you be a villain. Villain. Ian Boldsworth on Fubar Radio. That was Michael Jackson of the Jackson 5 singing his hit song Thriller, which got to number one in the charts. Very good video. And his very good video that he done with all the zombies and the mm. turn into a well, directed by John Landis. Oh, yeah. The video man, uh, the film man who did... Um, Teen, uh, American Werewolf. He did American Werewolf in London and he did Animal House and he Go did Blues ahead. Brothers and he did Twilight Zone, but we don't speak about that because it ended in a court case. Oh. For, uh, for manslaughter. Oh. Anyway, we're joined on the phone now uh, by John Michelson. Are you there, John? Hi, Ian. Hi, John. How are you? Yes, good. How are you? Mm, okay. Hello, Natalie. Hello. Hi, John. Natalie is now. Hi. Natalie. Nothing wrong with that. It's my name. I know, but Nat's more casual, isn't it? No, but Natalie is. Good to start saying Natalie, I think. No, Natalie. Well, I, I get the impression just from John's job description that he is a formal gentleman. I respect that, the gentleman. Is that true, John? Uh, you might be right, you might be wrong. Oh. All a bit prickly, the guest today, aren't they? No, he's, I, I like it. I want him to just do a big reveal. Right, apparently, John, you're a vampire hunter. 
Yes and no. Oh, okay. <laughs> Why no first? Well, I said yes because so I could get on the show. <laughs> your, your definition of a vampire is very different to mine, I imagine. You don't know so me. Pattinson, isn't it? You don't know me. You don't know what my definition I of a vampire everything. is. I know everything. My definition of a vampire might be exactly what you do. What What's a vampire? Okay, go. You, what's you, a vampire? You first, you? Yeah. No, no, you first. You first. I know one. What? I know a real one, mate. I can give you a heads up here. I can give you a tip off where there's one right now. What? Oh, outside. You've, but one, you spoke to one, actually, there's one, John. A, there's one assistant producing this show right now, mate. And you're, if you were any sort of vampire hunter, you would have known when you spoke to him on the phone when he was putting you through. You'd have gone, that's a vampire, definitely. I'm going to go and put a stake for his art. Do you do that or not? Well, all I heard was Michael Jackson's thriller, so... Right. That's no, Jake, but, the, but, Jacob, but, but um, the bloke... These, when, who called you? But Michael Jackson's dead, by the way. I know, I know. No, that. who when you who called you? Who called you from the station? I called them. Uh, and oh, who yeah. did you speak to when you when you called us? I have no idea. Jacob. Yeah, he's very odd. He's very Jacob. odd, John. Yeah. Some chan- as in, as in, not as in Team Jacob from Twilight. That oh hope. no, I didn't think about We've that. Never made that actually. link before. I never thought about that. Yeah. He's from Transylvania, right? And he speaks like a vampire and everything. And he, and he um, uh, pro- he probably kills people. We don't know, but we get the impression he does. He drinks a lot of red liquids. So I genuinely That's does. True. I've taken That's pictures genuinely of true. it, which I think might be blood. So I can't work him out, John. Right, Oasis. Right, it's not Oasis, mate. <laughs> it's too thick for Oasis. What? Um, right. There's a phrase you don't hear every day. What? Uh, what's a vampire then, by your reckoning? Um, if, if you don't, I, if you now describe a rabbit to me, I'm going to be very cross. <laughs> <laughs> and you just call them vampires. <laughs> Simply put, I would say a vampire is a parasite. A parasite? parasite. Okay, like a mosquito. Yeah. Um, in in Indonesia, that, that is the name for a mosquito. So, what, are you rent a kill? What, are you, are you pest control? <laughs> no. It's an insect. You've, you've no, never, my services are free. I'm much cheaper than rent a kill. You've never got booked on air on a technicality, have you? <laughs> Sorry? Have you got booked on this station as a guest on a technicality? That you've gone, well, they're technically vampires and Halloween's coming up, so I reckon I could probably pass as a guest. Um, well, I think uh, I was approached yeah, rather yeah, Adam, than um, Adam, yeah, lo- looking through my directory of uh, radio stations. So. Do, do you kill bats? Are bats something that you deal with? Like bats, rats, that kind of thing? No. Oh, okay. Have uh, you killed anything human-like? Have you put a stake through a, someone's a eye in a coffin? Like a what, sorry? Sorry. Have you ever put a stake through someone's eye in a coffin? No. That's what I was promised. No, I didn't even promise that. It was implied in the emails. What? Okay, but maybe <laughs> garlic. That Actually, that doesn't work. I've seen Twilight. They don't use garlic to... Uh, Is it just any parasite? Like, what do you mean by parasite? No, not any parasite. A, a parasite is someone who uh, takes something... And um, uh, unwanted attention from something. Right, okay. A person can be a parasite. Can be, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, met a Absolutely, yeah. yeah. If I slap a mosquito that's biting me, can I call myself a vampire hunter? Um, no. Because oh. I, I didn't hunt it. <laughs> in Indonesia, maybe. If I, go looking, if I go looking for a mosquito and then kill it, you probably don't have to even kill it. I think, well, I think you do. Oh, you, well, I don't mean... You, you just have to hunt it, you mean? Well, vampire's real, John. Um, well, I mean, 
you you've kind of taken what I've said as vampires are mosquitoes, and, and that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> no, that was my fault. I'm the one that said mosquitoes. That's true. Nat, that's entirely Nat, my yeah. fault. Sorry, Nat, Nat didn't mislead me. She looked at me with very intent eyes and went, "They are. They are." I hate them, so I'm happy to someone to hunt them down. But yeah. uh, what what do you mean by parasites, John? Um, you know, if, if you take advantage of someone, you if you uh, take something yeah. without uh, permission, that for me is the definition of a If you take something without permission? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I equate a modern-day vampire to a trafficker, to cut a long story short. Right. Okay. You see, see where I'm going? Yes, so I'm, I'm not I got it. I got it now. I got it. Yeah, right, good, good. Yeah, I've got it. Sorry, John. So you don't kill mosquitoes? No, that, no, I don't. That's not your business. That's not my business. You don't kill Draclea. No. Draclea? I haven't heard of her. Draclea. <laughs> Draclea with fangs and that. <laughs> Turn into a bat. Draclea. Count Draclea. That sounds good. Um, you don't kill Count Ducula, for that matter. No. Um, no. But you hone in on... Like David Jason. Let's leave him at that. Yeah, but you hone in on people who are doing bad things to other people. He doesn't murder them, yes. just to clarify. Yeah. They no, hunt them or nobody said, them. Nobody said murder. No, no, but I was going to say, because we, we obviously you stake a vampire, but you wouldn't stake a so how does that So how does that manifest itself then? How do you... What, what's your, what, what have you done today in your job? Today, in my job, yeah. it's been solely investigative work. Okay. I, I could probably so say the, the same at the moment, one. we are outside of London, hence I couldn't be there with you. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we are um, outside a very nice, plush mansion somewhere, uh, waiting for a party to start. Why? Because this, this there are people week. going to that party who do bad things that we would regard as a vampire, you would probably regard as mm, a socialite. And what are you going to do? What's, what's the plan? What are you going to do? Well, we're not, um, we're not an instant rapid response team, if that's what you mean. So this is still a uh, research phase for, the, for this particular case. Right, okay, so you're just casing the joint at the moment. Say again? So you're just casing the joint at the moment? Yes, if, if put, yeah, casing, I'm casing the joint. What if, what if the police came now? What, would you have legal recourse to say you're doing nothing wrong that you were... Uh, you're not, are you acting within the law? I'm not doing anything wrong. Okay. Yeah, no. If the, if the police came to me now and said, what are you doing? I would say, I'm just waiting for someone. I mean, you know, what do most people say? I don't know. It's exciting, isn't it? What, what would Count Dracula say, did you say? He would go, ah, 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 I will drink your blood. It's, yeah. That's, okay. what he, that's what he'd say. He probably would say that. Um, so, what are they? What are they up to? These people you're observing. So, this this is this will go out next week. There's got a week today. This show. So, mm. by by that point, by Halloween, yeah, will the, will this case have moved on? Uh, very much so. I mean, like I said, there's there's guests arriving. Uh, it's a very odd party. Should we say it's not your average uh, get together? Again, you know, uh, there will undoubtedly be um i mean this might sound like a typical uh monday night for you ian but yeah. um there will be a certain degree of uh bondage no doubt and uh, other sexual promiscuity mm-hmm. um there may be some merchandise arriving there may be some people leaving with other people we have to 
uh, observe and keep our eye on the person we suspect being part of a trafficking unit. Right, so, so the issue is here that there may be people there who are there against their will. Absolutely, yeah. Right, okay, well there's no fun in that, is there? Absolutely, no, no, it's um, no fun. So... And what? So what would you? So if you? So tonight, if you establish that, if that is established for definite, <coughs> excuse me, and, and you know you've got the evidence there, what's your what's your next move then? Well, if we had firm evidence that someone was there against their will, uh, about to be used, like I say, like a, yeah, like someone unlawfully or yeah. unwillingly. Um, then obviously we would call the police. We're, right, we're not okay. uh, gun ho vigilantes. We are um, investigators largely. Uh, we're after our own group of people who uh, protect themselves very carefully um, uh, using a kind of organised crime gang. So we're only after two or three people ourselves. Okay. Um, who, the rest of the work, why make our lives easier? Who's, who's sanctioned this? Are, are you acting on behalf of someone like Boba Fett? Are you, are you acting on behalf of someone else? Or is it... Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm part of a cell. I, I used to be a bit of a, a, a rogue. Okay. Um, but I've been um, uh, not really brought together as such because it was um, not really something I chose to do. It was a coincidence uh, that we were both looking for the same thing. Right, okay. So how do you, so, uh, do you make a yeah, living we, we from this? Sorry? Do you make a living from it or is it just something you just do? No, no, I, I have a very generous sponsor. Right, um, okay. I, don't, I don't get a salary, if that's what you mean, hence why I don't really offer services i'm not a spiritualist or anything like that i don't charge people uh i don't really advertise myself as a hunter i kind of out there to to catch people's attention to draw draw them to what's actually going on how did we how did we find him all this fun about vampires and ghouls and capes and stuff it's uh that's nonsense but for some people that's that's a lifestyle choice. That's their choice. Well, I can tell you well, the information that I have about you, which I believe Adam, you were dealing with here, <laughs> booked you. And well, this we is can't very trust interesting. Because Adam, Adam's probably literally the only information that I have was uh, John Michelson, vampire hunter. That's, and what, then that's what's on my, that's that's what, that's, on my screen as well. That's what I was told. And then we weren't sure if you were going to be able to do it or not. And then Adam came in and said, "I've got, I've got the vampire hunter for you." And that's literally the only information <laughs> yeah, that we were. That's all we've got. <laughs> so we apologise <laughs> for how we stuck. So we didn't. No, know. I don't apologise. Uh, uh, okay. No, it's fine. What, what Adam's done is that Adam has done what most people do these days. They Google something and yeah. they choose the first first entry on the search page. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't qualify their sources. So, naughty Adam. Yeah. Yes, naughty Adam. Yeah, so we'll tell you where, what we'll do. Off air, we'll tell you where he lives and you can go and case his joint. Yeah, he'd probably like of, that. Knowing Adam. He, he would yeah, probably like we'll, that. We'll be there in 40 minutes, Adam. Don't <laughs> worry. How many are on your team? How many of you are there now? Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to give you an exact number, uh, but I gone. won't. It'll be gone. By the time this comes out, it'll be gone. It'll have happened already. <laughs> it's like less than five. It's a pre-record. Less than five, I'd say. Small yeah, we're, we're, we're a cell. Cells yeah. are small. Whoa. What tools have you got with you? What light? Have you got night vision cameras? What? No. Just, just, eyes. just your eyes? Just eyes, yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. What have you got? Night vision cameras would mean I'd have to actually climb into the place and have a look. We've got people on the ground that do stuff better than I do. I'm just one part of the cog. Are you in charge, though? Are you the boss of it? You're like Batman and they're like the rest of the Justice League. I'm not Batman, no. No, Uh, You're not a vampire hunter either. (laughs) Well, yes and no. You don't put stakes for a Draclia! No, I don't. It's Halloween, mate. That's, that's why you bought you, because it's Halloween. Can you pretend? Right, okay, for the, for the next minute, mm-hmm. 
just pretend that you do that you do <laughs> just, you want me to pretend that i hunt yes. dracula yes yes that's what i want what 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 benefit would that be? It, it will look. I've helped you out. I don't, don't know how, but I've I've had you on. So do do me a favour, and just crack on that you hunt traditional vampires. How people would think of a vampire, right? Just for a minute. For one minute. Right, one minute. Wait. For sixty seconds, Wait. you want me to lie? No. Uh, yes, 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 yes. You're lying. So, okay. When so did you? I, I, I'm under duress here that I yeah, hunt yeah, yeah, men no, in. Yeah, no, that's, that's uh, taken as right. Fashion of garlic. Uh, <laughs> I'm extremely rich, and therefore I have silver stakes coming out of my buttocks. Uh, I am <laughs> lethal. I have holy water. Right. This is the kind of stuff. Where's the? That you want me to yeah, shout yeah. out? Yeah, well, where was the first one? Where was the first vampire? What 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 did he look like and what was he getting up to, the first one that you'd done? He looked like a regular guy. But he had fangs and that and drank virgin's blood. Mm. Not necessarily the blood of virgins, but he no. enjoyed a good um, he enjoyed a good fight. Yeah, yeah. Um, and what, mm. what did you do? Did you put the stake straight through his heart? No. No, you, you, no it was You've got ten seconds left yet of the pretend. <laughs> I don't use steaks. Oh, okay. It's old school, isn't it? Who uses steaks? Come on. No. Peter Cushion. Oh, he did, yeah. And Gordon Ramsay. They don't use steaks anymore. It's Gordon <laughs> Ramsay, did you say? Yeah, he does steaks sometimes. Uh, it's good. Well, all right. Well, look, um, I'm, I'm a bit worried about you being out in the dark. Right. And I'm, I'm slightly worried about... Um, I don't want you to get into any bother. Like, right. So, just, will you stay safe for what, me, please? What, why, 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 why are you worried? Because, uh, you know, we've spoke for a little bit and I've grown fond of you, so I don't want any harm to come to you, that's all. Ah, okay. Oh, you, you're worried? Hmm. What is it? <laughs> I don't know, if that's what you mean. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not just, pre I'm not presently cancelling my RSVP to the party I was going to go to. <laughs> right, okay, okay. I just, want, I just want you to stay safe. If you're dealing with bad people and that, you know, I want you to make sure he's safe, that's all. Yeah, well, there's very bad people out there, I'm afraid. I know. Um, mm. But like I say, it's not just me anymore, so I, I feel safer, right. shall we say. Well, as long as you've got a plan of action, should it all go wrong? As long as you've got, like, a... Yeah, I've got a long-term plan. Yeah. yeah, good. And you've got, like... Event. What's your plan? Who, you've been talking about vampires, so go on, entertain me. Who have you had on? What do you mean? We haven't had well, any vampires. Well, guests. So, Adam said you've been discussing vampires for X number of weeks. Well, we know you well, can't trust Adam. Um, well, that's so a lie. We know <laughs> for a kickoff. Well, we, have, we, we, mentioned, we mentioned vampires we had, in the past. We had yeah. Zippy well, on no, from we, Rainbow a few weeks ago. We do mention vampires because of Jacob, actually. So that is, that is true. We that's said that true. he is a vampire yeah, yeah. quite a lot. We pretend yeah. that... Well, we don't even pretend. Well, I'm not sure we actually I, think yeah, it's real. I think he might be. That the assistant producer, right. he just spends most of his time on his computer something, in the other room. Yeah, something that weird. The truth was you have a Romanian working with you and he's automatically a vampire is that right yeah, we saw it's a bit racist really but we just make jokes about him okay, being, yeah. being from Transylvania he's not even Romanian he's English right? Polish I think Polish Polish is from well he's not well <laughs> he's not from Transylvania he's... that's just a joke that I do but yeah you're right it is borderline that right um, but we don't okay. he's, not, he's not under duress or anything we don't take him to a party you should hear him sing no. Queen but... it's awful we've had um we had, uh, we had Zippy on the other week. Oh, yeah, from Rainbow. From Rainbow. The bloke who does Zippy. Zippy, yeah. He, did, he also did yeah. Sweep from Sutty and Sweep. We he, had, he brought him in. 
We had the young adult author on just before you, Robert Muchamore. He, he, didn't, he didn't like us either. Um, we've had um, uh, Miles Hunt from The Wonder Stuff. Oh, yeah. Do you remember The Wonder Stuff? The, the band. Right, yeah. Yeah, Matthew Miles Priest came from on. Dodgy. Matthew Priest from Dodgy was on recently. Um, Midjour came in Midjour, once. Oh, yeah, yeah, he did. Um, Helen Lederer, she was on yep, The Comedian. Yeah, she was in. We've heard yeah. Ramesh Ranganathan, who came on before, yeah. comedian as comedian. well. Comedian. Okay, so no vampires, obviously, or not, vampire hunters. Well, no, I mean, no. I mean, but please keep in mind, John, we're trying to remember as well, so we don't, you know, we don't, we don't have a list of all the guests right in front of us. No. That'd, that'd be, right, okay. Um, to let me think who else has been on. Gwen Taylor, the actress, we had her on a few weeks ago. Gwen Taylor was on, she was nice. Mm. Right. Um, Karen Wilde, she wrote a book, Being a Dog. We, yeah, we, had oh. a human, we had a human puppy on and a human pony. Did you see that documentary about the bloke who um, is a human puppy? Did you ever see that on Channel 4, Spot? No, I must have missed that one. It was really good. It was great. It was on, like, went all around social media and that. But um, Maybe I was out investigating. I don't know. Probably, yeah. It was harmless enough. Watch, watching documentaries about puppies is uh, romantic, but not, no, not my thing. No, it's not, it's not. It's a human who dresses as a puppy. It's his thing. It's his, it's his kink, if you like. Right. Um, yeah. He was on. He was a nice bloke. We were going to arrange to go and um, go to the park with him, <laughs> with him dressed as a dog. This is true, but not got around to it yet. But we're gonna. Yeah. Um. Paul Robinson from Neighbours. Stefan Dennis. We had him in. I like. Stefan Dennis came in yeah, once. Nice. Paul Robinson. Yeah. Some other people from mm. Neighbours came in as well. They were all in. Jenny Matthias. Do you remember um, the Bell Stars? Bart Simpson, Nancy Cartwright. Nancy Cartwright, she's she's been on. Okay. Uh, I mean, I mean, who who would impress you? Mm. Marilyn. Rocker. I mean, you know, that's a very diverse mix. Yeah. Uh, some of them I've never heard of. Some of them I have. Same. Um, same. Same. You had uh, any in- investigative journalists on before? Oh, we did have. Um, Roger- Roger Cook? No, but, no, but we've had... McIntyre? Um, do you know um, Barry Dodds? No, I don't know Barry Dodds. Barry Dodds, <coughs> excuse me, is um, is quite a famous ghost hunter. Okay, He's okay. In, he does all that stuff, and he's got like loads of kit and all that sort of thing. But he, okay. in like haunted houses and stuff, he'll go into a haunted house, and he's actually been to my house, actually, since he was on this show, he's been to my house. Um, because the, the previous owners of my house told me there was a ghost there and her right. proof was she said look on Google Maps and we went on Google Maps and there was a picture of a girl in the window and she said that day we weren't there and I went oh come on and she went no look because the cars aren't in the drive so we couldn't have been there so we think this house is haunted but we've always felt it was a friendly ghost so I, I spoke to Barry Dodds about it and he agreed to come around my house and he had like all EVP readers and all that sort of stuff he did a complete scan of my house and found nothing at all Ah, <laughs> so he's an investigative, investigative ghost hunter man. Would he count? Right. Okay. He's very well, like well respected. Yeah. Yeah. It's all right. Okay. That's good. That's good. Barry Dodds. Yeah. Google him. Rest in peace. Oh, what have you done to him? Oh no. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> nothing yet. You're not outside Barry Dodds outside. <laughs> uh, no, Barry's alive. Yeah. Alive, and I was going to say, well, Barry's alive. Yes. Is he? Yeah. Don't worry, I'm, I'm not going to hurt Barry. Ba- Barry and I are, are chasing very different things. Yeah, okay. Well, that's a relief. Um, well, yeah. it's, been a, it's been a pleasure speaking to you, man. Hello? Oh, John? 
Sorry, I missed that last bit. I, I said it's been a pleasure speaking with you. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm sorry I didn't live up to your... Um, no, uh, no, not at all. You're, you're, more, no. you're more than Vampire good. Vampire matching priest <laughs> no, that Adam had promised you. It's better. No, you're... you're it was... Um, it, I enjoyed it. Okay, thank no, you. No, dude, I'm not, I'm not taking the piss. I'm being serious. Well, pleasure to speak to you both. No, at any time, I would say. And, and like I say, I'll, uh, just, I'll just update take, take you on my party, shall I? Yes, I would like an update. Yeah, let us know. Yeah, I, I, I would. I mainly just want to make sure you're safe. I want to make sure you're all right. No, that's fine. Well, look, I've, I've released uh, some diary entries of some of my recent work, so have a read. See what okay. uh, see what the real vampires are like these days. Where would we find those? Just uh, go to my Twitter handle and um, follow is? the link. What's the Twitter handle? Uh, at the London Vamp. At the London Vamp. Yeah. So you're, you're, you are saying vampire. I mean, that is you are implying vampire. That yeah. Well, I, I, you can't just change people's perceptions with uh, uh, one podcast, can you? You have to try and convince the whole generation that vampires are very different to how we imagine them. So mm. that's that's part of the problem. Hence, the only reason I'm using social media and stuff like that is to change people's perceptions. Okay. Well, good luck with it, man. It's been a pleasure speaking with you. Thank you. Thanks, John. Thank you. Bye, you too. John. Okay, bye. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye now. This was a live show. I'd get Adam. <laughs> We're getting Adam in the studio right now. I liked him a lot. I liked him a lot, but we weren't miss sold completely. Just let Chief of the Bells just play out. What are you doing? You won't be able to hear you. That's well, too loud. we'll have to deal with it. <laughs> if you want to hear more spooky goings on, Parapod Special's out, but I wouldn't advise you to now, now that everyone thinks Barry Dodds is a genuine ghost on there. <laughs> Sarah Love Mice Diggy coming up now. We shall see you next week. Probably with a werewolf slayer or something. <laughs> Just turns out to be a fucking dog trainer or something. <laughs>